0: you're listening to wlrs crypto radio we are not financial advisors the content on this podcast and any youtube videos are for educational and entertainment purposes only the views and opinions of advertisers sponsors and guests do not constitute those of wlrs radio or constitute financial advice we urge you to make the best financial decision that suits your needs conduct your own research and seek the advice of a licensed financial advisor when needed Know that all investments involve some form of risk, and there is no guarantee that you will be successful with your investments. There is no guarantee that you won't experience significant loss when investing. Now, come take a ride with David, Dylan, and Austin into the Wild West that is cryptocurrency and DeFi. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, nah, we talk all the time. We talk all, the time.
1: <laughs> all right, you hear that, guys? Yeah, we yeah, actually yeah. do talk all the time
0: way now if there's any ceos you want to tell them to fuck off or anything
2: let me think uh <laughs> this week uh no
0: welcome back to the weekly DeFi show on wlrs crypto radio where we talk with leaders in the space and cover this week's top DeFi news i'm david and i'm here once again with austin and dylan to talk this week's biggest stories wlrs radio is also bringing you a protocol double header this week with owen who's here to talk about Magic Finance and his personal music NFT collection. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? Howdy.
1: Oh, I'm splendid. You know, we're we're here with the the mythical legend Owen. Some may know him <laughs> for his excellent artistry, but I know him. He
0: gets around creatively. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> he gets around creatively. Is that is that something that is said in the music industry, Owen? Get around. Uh that guy I, gets around creatively no. don't don't mess with him it
3: sounds like you're <laughs> calling me a creative hoe
0: yeah that's i think that's what he was saying what do you call a creative uh, hoe in the
3: music industry a cover artist a, hack. a cover i artist. think that's what a hack is right maybe somebody who prostitutes himself for money they like yeah. You know,
0: there's a lot of this. we call that w- hack. wlrs radio that's what we call that that's
1: right <laughs> that's right well uh I'm feeling pretty good. I think me and Owen have uh, done a lot of work behind the scenes, unbeknownst to some, and uh, man, I love working with him, so it's it's awesome to have him on the podcast so we can chill out and just talk shit, because uh, that's most of the conversation we have anyway, until we get to the meat and potatoes of things anyway, so.
0: Absolutely. Owen, it's great to have I'm, you on the- I'm vegetarian, the- speaking, bro. Yeah, speaking- Don't come at me
3: with the meat and potatoes.
0: Speaking of meat and <laughs> potatoes, uh, we'd like to talk about the meat situation, and Uh-oh. we're all over- uh you know the country at the moment uh so what's what's the meat situation where you're at even if you don't buy it like is it in the store is it in the stores is He's... it more expensive <laughs> in california
3: Yeah, it exists everything's expensive in california true that um, it's very expensive my girl is very much not uh vegetarian so <laughs> oh
1: really we got That's the wrong right. she's
3: italian so we got the wrong like person a, on the very, show. it's a subjective constant uh conflict yeah. in the relationship.
1: Is, is she at least uh, nice enough to kind of engage in some of the meals that you Oh like? yeah,
3: she's very... No, she's been very lenient with me considering oh. how much she detests sort of like any fake meat product. She finds it like not only disgusting sort of viscerally but also like on principle finds it like morally yeah. reprehensible to be eating something that's not real. Meat. She's very like... She's a purist with food. Okay, well, nuts.
1: what would you think if she made... Um, made you a vegan meal and it ended up having meat in it and she wanted to trick you to eat meat. Docked
3: you. I mean I eat meat occasionally. I sort of oversold this. Uh, yeah, oversold <laughs> I just I like to go into a hostile environment and shake up the mix a little bit. What can I say? <laughs> All right. Uh, you goddamn uh, vegan I wanna
2: I, I wanna
0: go it's back. Happened.
3: I don't I'm not like ideological about it. Okay. But are you asking me about the meat prices, not about prices. my personal Correct.
2: specifically prices, yes.
3: Correct. Yeah shit's expensive. Like what's a pound I mean, of ground beef? I haven't beef? tracked it. What's a pound of oh, ground don't, beef, back I, I do buy ground beef. A pound so of ground. I don't know. I can what's
1: look of, it up. What's, what's the pound of ground in your area, sir?
3: <laughs>
1: it's so stupid. Pound of ground beef near me. <laughs> that's what you need to be looking up, buddy. That's what we do on this podcast. We we open up with the information. I don't
3: really want this in my search okay. history.
0: No, um, that's. I actually want to go back to the the meat substitutes because. I love Beyond Burgers. Like
3: I've never had one.
0: I love them actually more than beef burgers.
3: You've never gone Beyond Burger? No,
1: there's not a lot of options here in Kentucky. Yeah. Um, if you can imagine, they're not very vegan friendly. I think uh,
2: when they first launched in Kentucky, um, your major areas, Lexington and Louisville and stuff, it wasn't a problem. But like the smaller areas, like where me and Austin live, that, that Beyond Meat sat in the freezers and the fridge and everything else until it, eventually ruined or they took it took it off nobody was buying that shit around here oh, it's so but we also live in a very agricultural area where like there's cows and chickens and pigs abound yeah I mean, there's, like, there's no shortage of farm animals around here true
1: there really isn't um
2: i mean i commend you i wish i could
1: uh i wish i could reduce the meat intake uh, I'm you know i would love to because i think f- probably for gut health it's probably better um I I no, if that? it's
3: something that's commendable, it just like it was something that I decided that I wanted to do a while ago, and I it usually doesn't come up in conversation except when somebody wants to needle me for it, which is fine. <laughs> that's what we, we do. We lost here. Dave. What? Dave, we lost your feed. No, I got oh, Dave. Oh, oh. I have... you lost me. Oh, your lost video. You. Yeah. Uh,
2: I went gluten free for a while, just you know, to try that out, and some of the gluten free alternatives weren't horrible, but let me tell you, it was real hit or miss. My wife, there's nothing that I tried gluten free that I was like, "Damn, I would replace that gluten version in my diet yeah, all day." Bread te- is
3: sick. Now, I don't know what's going red. on with my video right now. Sorry. Te- it's texture
1: right. base, we'll survive. Texture base, a Beyond Burger, Dave. Now, does it does it taste, as in, as far as like the texture of it, does it does it feel like eating a burger? That's the main question um, I think I have.
0: It's pretty burgery. Um, the taste I would say is not much like a burger. It's more like kind of a, 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 condensed a weird, like beef sausage kind of, it's good. Like that's, it's
2: the only way to describe it is, is good.
1: Now, where do you recommend I pick one of these up at? Uh,
2: the internet, I guess. Yeah. You're not going to find it around here. Maybe when you go to Lexington, you might be
0: able to find it, but don't get the beyond sausage breakfast sausage. That stuff's gross. Get just the burgers.
2: Well, the thing is, like sausages are already beyond our imagination about what goes in a fucking sausage. So great <laughs> right beyond or bolo- like bologna. I oh, love
0: bologna. It's, like my
1: favorite meat. Um, I think and... if you can handle
0: bologna, you can handle Beyond Burger.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, where I'm from, like we we fry bologna and shit. You know, it's it's pretty degenerate down here. We don't have a lot of brain cells, so we're just do
3: that. Well, what do you need them for? I like I, I, absolutely, I don't right. I don't do a
1: lot of thinking oh and that's why i brought you on board you're you're my thinker and i'm just the guy that speaks it you know
3: how did i become this like hybrid librarian slash oracle person to you i don't know know if you've noticed
2: but we're not exactly like there's not a whole lot of like well-spoken people in the space i don't know if you've picked up on that or not you you uh you get your ideas across very eloquently
1: yeah, like, we're, about to, we're, about to, we're about to we're about to
0: we're about to guys ass
2: ass everybody. will
1: see. Two hours, we're about to gas you up on.
0: Uh, People are going to be coming to right. you with offers left and right. Let's
3: uh, all right. Let's go. I'll, I'll try not, and accept not, it with grace. We're gonna. We're, we're
1: not Oliver here. We don't. We don't berate our guests. No, you know?
3: there's no. There's I no gotcha much questions. prefer those sort of hostile interviews.
1: I'm sure, man, but it's not here. But but all
3: right, we can we can do the fun thing.
1: <laughs> I'm actually excited. Once we get to the games, that we have a new game that Dave threw on us. I just so came up with to. it. Yeah, I'm liking the, it. the
0: the The technical or emotional game, it was like basically the guests, you know, sitting in the back seat after you know warming them up. Three. So it was just like, hey, you you go cool off, and then we'll have you try and kick the game winning field goal, you know, and uh, it doesn't
2: work, you know. It does not. Neither game winning field goals this year for the NFL fans. Yours um, have been absolute ass. Back to the vegetarian thing, though
0: um my i've tried to do that and the hardest thing i've had was not putting cheese on everything
1: oh yeah i'm a big if i had to quit dairy you might as well like laugh me like if i, I quit meat,
0: jerk. like it's got to be replaced with cheese and like so i'm gonna have to hit you up for some recipes because i like vegetables but like i don't i can't you make...
3: understand that vegetarians eat dairy typically yeah yeah right I, vegans but so, don't eat right when I would try yeah, to go, no, on- I fucking eat so much dairy. I could not live without. I don't know how vegans do that shit. Yeah, no. yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, Get the fuck out of here, vegan. Like, it's I too mean, much. It's too like, much. My girlfriend is tolerant, but there are some things that are just too far. Like for an Italian woman, not yeah, they're a vegan. Come on, Dude, it takes not, all the pasta it's out. Not gonna have eggs, right? Yeah. What it takes everything out. What do you have? You have bread. Lettuce. That's all you're left with. Lettuce, and tomato. You,
0: you get into the yeast argument, right? That's technically a living <laughs> organism. Where does it stop? I think it stops... Stops at the yeast. ...before yeast. <laughs> stop.
2: Well before yeast. <laughs> it stops well, the, well uh, yeast. What was it? Steve
4: Jobs In my was humble a,
3: uh... opinion.
2: <laughs> Steve Jobs was a fruititarian where he only ate fruits that fell off of trees or the plant they're on. Fuck that's um,
3: fucking stupid.
2: Well, it that killed him. That, that's <laughs> yeah, he's dead now. It's fucking what stupid. led to his uh, pancreatic cancer. Stop, so.
3: Christ! What is going on? Sorry, guys.
1: No, it's okay, man. We're we, we usually do a botch podcast anyway. It's more about it's more about the talk than it is about the sea.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. but we,
0: the the yeah. video is second. You gotcha. You gotcha. For sure. So it's okay. It's okay, um, man. Uh, but yeah, let's jump into that first game uh the new game it's called real coin or fake coin and i went on coin market cap and found a bunch of coins and i also made up some coins and i'm gonna tell you the name of a coin and then you have to tell me if you think it's a real coin or one i made up i love it whoever gets the most points wins a trophy
1: how many how many total
0: it's five five. okay no more no less see it all right the first one is loaded nodes hmm loaded let's start nodes. with owen
2: owen loaded nodes
1: is that a real coin or a fake coin Owen? fake all right i'm gonna go i don't like how dave's face is right
3: now
0: so i'm gonna go <laughs> Damn. i'm gonna go real my face i'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna yeah, shut my man. camera i'm it... no, If the fake. punchline to this
3: joke is that they're all dumb and they're all real that to <laughs> yeah. feel really stupid no there are, there
0: are real and fakes that would be uh, funny. I'm gonna though. say uh, real as fa- well. fucking cheating. It's freaking no, real. Not. Yeah, you better not be keep googling. Your, it, My hands, are hands up, you motherfucker. If I catch you googling, you won't win the trophy. It's a real coin, loaded notes. That's real. real. Yeah, and it's in the top. How's it doing? It's in the top, like 200 on Coin Market Cap.
3: I guess I needed to look closer.
0: Damn. So, so learn something that. new every
1: day. Would you Would
0: you say this is a yield notes competitor? I would say this I don't know what this is. I've done I just found the names. I haven't done any
2: Yeah, Austin, that's emotional versus technical. We ain't on that shit no more. We
0: ain't on that Ch- shit true. no more. We have the guest do the emotional thing next time. Emotional. Uh the next one. Freddie Sheba. Fake. Guest is supposed to go first, Austin, but <laughs> I'm Austin, fucking, I'm fucking I feel flow. like he tilted
3: my hand. Now I can't guess. You can guess. Uh everybody guess. I'm gonna go game. with fake too. It's
2: Halloween, motherfuckers. That's a hundred percent real, and I guarantee you, it's, it's a Shiba coin with a Freddy no. Krueger. Yeah, I And
3: mean, You also have Bro. the
2: the
0: Five Nights at Freddy's, which was also, also very popular. If I uh, lose twice,
3: I'm quitting DeFi. That's
0: a real fucking coin.
1: Freddy Shiba, on, and of course, right, it's bye, on guys.
3: liquidity
0: is on Pancake Swap. Of course.
1: Oh, of course, it's a BSC shit coin. We're out here trying to make real careers and shit, and people are making. Freddie Sheba and probably yeah. Like we named our definitely had. not a shit coin,
2: but their investors wallet, aren't making. So who do they think money. they are?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude. Good point.
2: <clears throat> All right. Is uh, e-
1: even a coin called Freddie Mercury?
2: Well, yeah. That's so. the lead singer queen. Yeah, that makes sense. Was also yeah. dead. Oh, R.I.P. to a real one there.
0: <laughs> Elon's digital girlfriend.
3: Oh, and what are you thinking? Ah, uh, that's real for sure.
0: Austin. I'm going to say fake.
2: I, I can't. I, I just, I can't buy that. There's an Elon this, Elon that. Elon's digital girl. I, d- I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. Fake. It's fake. Owen's See, on, Owen's this on the is board. why
3: I'm not the dude who comes out in front. Cause I don't know. Shit about <laughs> yeah, all right. any of that. You You were right. <laughs> None
2: of us do. You were right. right. God.
3: Wait,
0: I. Oh, wait, no. Did you say real? Wait, he guess
3: no, real? I would. He I've been real. wrong every time so far.
0: Dylan's three for I three. He, Dylan also oh, did good with the Sifu game. I did. He's good at these. Dylan's, He's good at these coin Dylan's flips. Really brutal.
3: More what shit. the shamings begin. Where's this chat so I can see people just roasting me right now?
1: Well, we're not live, so it's yeah. okay. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're think, not we're not comfortable enough to go live yet. I think um, we're comfortable enough. It's just really embarrassing. That's too bad. To I
3: would have I really appreciated the engagement, you know?
1: Yeah,
4: no, it's something that I,
1: it's something that I would like to do because I love being live. But yeah, we know.
0: I think chat would be great,
1: like a live chat. But we'll we'll get our numbers up real quick. Get it us to a, a, a smooth ten thousand listeners.
0: Smooth. Is there even ten thousand people in DeFi? Not anymore.
1: It's all just alt accounts anyway.
0: It's just Elon's digital girlfriend and and me and you. That's it. That's all it is. Uh, Bucky Badger.
1: Bucky Badger. Now, is that a reference I'm not understanding?
2: Second. Let's see. This man's trying to Google search in his brain what a Bucky Badger is. <laughs> How's that going?
1: Because, because the fake names are only as good as Dave's imagination, so we just have to really gauge I Dave have a pretty
0: good that. imagination.
1: Apparently so. Uh,
0: there know. is a Bucky's. It's Bucky's, but it's a gas station. Yeah, the gas
2: station. Uh,
1: down south is where it is
2: for us. Those places are um, cool. I want to go. Yeah, to they one. get
1: they advertise like they advertise like crazy on the highways. On They've got two
2: hundred gas pumps usually, but I don't think he's a badger. Yeah, if you're looking to gas someone up, you go to Bucky's.
1: Bucky's. All right, Owen, what do you think? Real or
3: fake? Fake. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, be wrong again. I know it now.
1: I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna be contrarian to all of Owens. You make the
3: inverse <laughs> Owen ETF <laughs>
2: right now.
1: Yeah, I'm going real.
2: I'm also gonna say fake. It's real. real. Huh. <gasps> all right. Uh
0: so right now I mean, Owen, you're you can't win, but you could still play, you know,
3: for honor. Can I ask you a question? If I get all of them wrong, is it like hearts and I shoot the moon? Oh yeah. yeah.
0: Everyone else gets or you get all the points Ugh. or whatever. Yeah. I
3: like this. Let's go. Um, <laughs> yes. Moon launcher. Ad hoc rulemaking so that I can win.
1: That's Damn right. right. What was it? <laughs> What was it, Dave?
3: Moon Launcher.
1: Moon Launcher. Yep. I have mine picked, Owen. What do you got? Real. Yeah, I'm saying real.
3: Fake. No, fake. I'm shooting the moon. Fake. Fake. It's fake? Fuck. It's real. (laughs) It's real. you were right. Yes. Okay, I'm wrong.
0: No, you you locked in real. You said real. Yeah, but I revised it. You revised it? All
3: right.
1: Redacted it. It's fake. Owen right. wins. So I actually win.
0: I Dylan out of five. Dylan won.
1: What? Dylan just got that last Austin, one wrong. He's three, he three out of five. He got three out of five. I got four out of five. You got two. Get four
2: out of five. That's fucking... Listen, I don't
1: know about that. We've got We're it
2: on tape. Go... let <laughs> check the it's t- throw in the challenge flag. <laughs> Roll the film. <laughs> Roll the film. All right. I don't know
1: about you guys. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting set the fuck up over here.
0: <laughs> Scammed. We were uncooled your guesses. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. All right. This next game should be right up Owen's alley based on his little technical analysis gibberish he was talking now, before we went live.
1: Dave, instead of saying... Technical
0: analysis, against, sort of. You said head but... and shoulders. and I know you weren't talking about shampoo.
1: Now, Dave, instead of saying lock it in, can we change that and call it yield noting?
2: <laughs> Going to yield note that? I,
0: I,
1: I, can we just make the It term, hurts too much. Half our
2: listeners just abandoned us.
1: No, uh, <laughs> Dave, it, it's okay to make a joke because Dave is actually in it and in, in during the pension. More like so
3: put it in the pension. Put it in the That's pension
0: rip. fund.
1: Yeah, it's just as bad.
0: Um, uh, guess the price. Uh, which is an ongoing weekly game we have where we guess the price of tokens. Whether they'll be up or... We don't guess the actual price. We guess if they'll be up or down uh, at next week's show recording. Excuse me. Uh, heading into this week, we have Austin with four points. Dylan with five points. Myself with five points. And the guest, who we, we've had two two guests, zero points. So You gotta get that guest score up, Owen. Oh, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pick up the slack here. I
3: I'm not a trader, so I'm not sure if I'll do well, but let's see. It's it's gone. Feeling lucky tonight.
0: Still just a coin flip. Um but let's go over last week's picks and then we'll make this next week's predictions. Uh Bitcoin was at nineteen one sixty one and it is now sitting at nineteen one thirty four, so it
2: is down. God damn. I don't I, I, I. guarantee you I got none of these. Right Guests from all uh, the LB
0: set up. Austin set up. Dylan set up. I set up. So no one gets a point there. Uh, Avax is at fifteen ninety eight. I believe that also came down. Down from
3: fifteen oh seven. It's fifteen oh seven now. Yep. And yeah, five. dude. I I was saying before we went on that the market the is
0: it's bleeding. So we get a band aid for this thing. Um. So guest went maxi up. Maxi pad. <laughs> Austin went down, so he gets a point.
1: Hedge my bets
0: there, you, Austin. Dylan went yeah. up, uh, and I went down, so I get a point. uh BNB was at two seventy one.
2: Now this I know I got right.
0: Two seventy one fifty to be exactly. Is that two seventy two oh three? God, God. squeaked out an up.
1: Damn, the market really isn't fucking moving a
0: drop realistically. If you look no, at no, these are very tiny movements. Yeah, man, holy shit! In one week, LB. its
3: all just like cranking together, we'll just like it's just crazy. getting oh, as much liquidity as possible for the big move. Yeah. yeah, like freaking everybody out. Which way will it go? Sideways.
0: Uh, LB for like a week or two. LB got a point for this one. He said up. Uh, Austin, you said down. Dylan, you said down. I said up because I think it was going to recover some from the uh, the hack. The fud.
1: debacle, which we still know nothing on.
0: The hack fud. and um, probably won't. And then the last one was Phantom, which was chilling at 20.7 cents. It's now at 19.98 cents.
1: Damn, I went up because I listened to Owen. Owen said, get bullish on Phantom, and I said up. He said that. I was He's, there. He said that. Wow.
0: That's
3: not what I said. Is that financial <laughs> advice? Owen? That's not what I said.
1: Oh, okay. I said phantoms <laughs> going up
3: eventually. Only like a person who wasn't listening could have interpreted it that way, LHB. You know. That. <laughs> He fades in and out. I said that everything looks like shit and is probably going down, but I still like Phantom as the network, and the tech is really good, and it's really good to develop on because it costs nothing to deploy contracts on
2: That sounds
0: like an um, all in and,
3: and it's super fast
2: that's handy
3: and l h b somehow took from that price go up.
1: That's correct. I have to reduce everything that's being towed to me down, oh, and you have to understand that sometimes things don't translate in a heavy reduction. You know what I mean? So if I take a, a lot
3: of I things, need an English-to-American translator. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now you're getting it. This is how I operate.
0: Uh, LB said up, so no. Austin, you said up, so no. Dylan and I both went down. So
2: Damn. We get some points Damn there. Right here. I got, I got a point. All
0: right. Now back from the top, uh, Bitcoin. Owen, do you think it's going to be higher or lower than 19134
3: next week a week from today mm-hmm. a week from today blower all right it's hard to say but I it would... is
1: hard i mean it's a guess for sure
3: i like the direct I, yeah i wouldn't bet on any directionality right now to be honest
1: maybe maybe we hit uh maybe we hit bottom
3: i expect it to be probably about it, it will be either a lot higher or a lot lower or about to be a lot higher or a lot lower
1: you think there's a market move coming one
3: way or another fuck yeah there is there's like the look how long it's just been in the same place like like
1: we've been talking doesn't do that
3: except before a massive move Mm -hmm. um and like i mean i i'm not like really a ta guy but there are sort of there are some of these squiggly shapes that line up right with the fomc meeting coming up so i'd expect whatever sort of market maker move um to come it wouldn't surprise me if it sort of lined up with that or some sort of big event that occurs around that but who the fuck knows man
0: yeah i mean a, a month ago market. It, 30 days ago it was nineteen thousand five hundred, so that's within like 350
3: bucks no everybody's getting all like oh the bull market's back over like no a two <laughs> percent move or like a percent yeah. move you know every time it goes up I think think they just really want it they're thirsty for it yeah, just well i think it, it honestly people really underweight the extent to which like these apps like neurochemically affect you like the fact that when uh you know it's a positive day all of the values are displayed as green versus red like just neurochemically that shit like affects you like yes. mm-hmm. a lot more than you realize and like I don't know if if you're in the game of trading, I feel like you need to be in the game of sort of mastering your emotions and like being oh, aware sure. of yeah. the trainer. ways that the casino is trying to take your money.
2: Yeah, I, I can agree. definitely tell. Like on green days, I'm in a much better mood overall, even if it doesn't affect me that much. But green days make me feel better. And green days, days
0: when September ends, it's ended. It's October. We're twenty. De- it's almost the end of October. Uh, uh, it's but worst. Austin. Crazy.
3: What are you thinking? Shit moves fast.
1: It does, man. Holy fuck. Uh, I'm gonna go down, honestly, because um, I don't see it going up.
2: Womp womp. I don't see it going up. <laughs> Dylan, I'm going up because fuck a bunch of bear shit. How about that? Fuck a bunch of bear shit. Fuck
0: Dylan's a bunch a mar- of bear shit. Dylan's a
1: market mover.
0: I'm gonna go down. All right. I'm gonna give Dylan the chance to, to gain a point on me here. I'm going down. Thank you. I need one. But if you don't get it, it's going to be bad. Um, AVAX, 1507, up or down? Owen. Owen, what are you thinking? Well, I mean,
3: if I'm betting on BTC down, i got to be betting on AVAX down.
0: You know, all the guests have done this, you know.
3: Like and that
2: has been the the strategy thus they,
0: far they've gone all no, in see, on these and it we're, hasn't we're long worked out well, here's
3: <laughs> the thing like everybody knows a big move is coming just nobody knows <laughs> ex- everyone knows like it's kind of in this range and but nobody knows like exactly what it's gonna happen so everybody's betting on the move instead of betting on static like i think you should really incorporate a flat option What's which is flat like plus or like? minus like 3% Plus or 3%. minus like I don't know two percent or a percent and a half. Yeah,
1: Dave, what the fuck? All right,
3: where's we'll, that We'll do it next Just week. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not my job to come here and and roast your game. I just take <laughs> hey, it's fine. We'll put flat. A guy like me likes likes another option. You know?
0: <clears throat> yeah, vegetarian would want flat option. Um, uh, flat bread. I like flat, flat bread, bread a lot.
1: Can love flowering. uh for my opinion on this i actually think that avax goes up a little bit by next week if we don't have the market move which i'm betting on and i have to hedge my bets a little bit here uh i think what avax the,
3: what
1: this hedge is you your know, bets yeah man I'm this my, is a long term you gotta
0: on. win
3: man you you yeah, approach but. this game like a like you're a 60 40 portfolio like what is this
1: Yes, because we have points, and we have to get points every single uh, week. Right now, I'm behind by three, so I can't bet everything down.
3: This is the, like, uh, taking it's the bubble test and just circling C all the way yeah, down. because You
2: know you never know.
1: Um, yeah, I think it goes up, because when when AVAX crashed that first time, did it ever get down to, like, 14? I don't think it ever did, right? Yep,
2: it did earlier this week, I believe, it went down to 14. Let me just type um, loudly I got...
0: here, I can get you that.
2: Because I was, I bought some under 15.
0: Oh, well, I'm still going
2: up. Yeah, how about up, that?
0: Up, up only. I don't see no 14 on here.
2: Go back to... That's because he's a liar. 15.02 no. on the 13th. October 13th, yep. 14.68. Wow. Well,
0: it's not on Coinbase, it's that low, so... they're <sighs> not Coinbase. Um, coin market cap, but... This is not real. I'm going up. I think it's, I'm also going up. It dropped, like... A lot. That's a lot of drop to not recover just a little bit before maybe dropping more next week. Please don't. Please don't.
2: My retirements in Avax. Ava Labs, hear this call. Racked. Ava Labs, I know you're listening. Racked.
1: Motherfuckers, answer answer my DMs. Dylan, you're going
2: up or what?
0: I'm going up. That's another point against the guest for sure.
3: Moon boys.
0: Uh, the BNB two seventy two thirty. It's all going to zero. What about b and
3: Down. He's doing. He's doing the thing. Your guest is gonna do this every week, and one of the weeks they're gonna be right, <laughs> but they'll be hey, so great. many
0: points behind that it won't matter. Yeah, man. It's like the Browns in the fourth quarter last week.
3: RIP. <clears throat> or we've hit the bottom, and we're all looks and all look like wicked stupid. But like clearly, like if our first game is any sort of judge, I should be used to that. Fuck. Officially zero I mean, I points.
0: I, I have the I have the lowest amount of points. Dave has the highest, so. which is also not. That's like an outlier. There's no way I should be up this high. Nah, man. You've now changed
1: your job to a crypto trader.
0: Influ- I'm going to be an influencer. Um, Hell yeah! Austin, it's not easy, Dave. What are you doing?
2: Uh, I'm going to go down. Dylan. Also going down. I don't like BNB. You know what? Fuck. I'm going down.
0: Uh, I do own BNB. But it's not the time. It's not the time for it's B&B. It's not the time. We, we, All right. Freddy Sheba's and Bucky Badger yeah. and Moon Launcher. It's not their time yet.
1: They're single-handedly going to crash B&B by themselves.
0: Um, Phantom at 19 yeah. cents. 98 A little optimism for the home chain, one. Are you going down? Like,
3: probably flat. I didn't add Maybe a flat down. metric. Probably yet. down.
1: Probably down. Probably down. <laughs> What's the lowest Phantom ever got to, on?
3: When? Like, when it was launched? Like, Like zero. After that,
1: after that. that.
3: Post-launch. Like, when? Post-launch. Let's say post-Bitcoin, 60K. It's down, what, 90... 90 what percent? Jesus Christ. What was the all-time high? Like, a buck or three bucks? Yeah, three bucks. It was three-something. Yeah, 348.
0: Jesus I like the aggressive keyboard sounds. It
3: makes us sound official.
2: Austin, awesome. what are you thinking on Phantom? I think.
3: Yeah, it's not ninety five percent. That's brutal.
2: I think up. You're thinking up.
3: Dylan I'm going
2: uh, down on Phantom.
0: I'm going down on Phantom too. I
2: just, I don't
0: see it. Sounds weird.
2: Sounds weird. The only good
0: protocol yeah. on Phantom right now is Magic. It's actually true. I don't. Know I any mean, other like protocols. I mean, the Dex is all right, but they're Dexes, you know. Needs um, to be dethroned.
3: Spooky's pretty sweet, and yeah. so is Beethoven. I mean, there's like yeah, great D apps on yeah. Phantom.
0: Yeah, Beethoven's um, user
1: interface and like everything about Beethoven is well made. I'll be honest, like looking at it,
3: it's I so love sweet. their UX. Yeah, it's so nice. Feels like web two.
1: <laughs> yes, it you know,
3: does. it feels like you're interacting with something that was made for users instead of like
1: well, we have cranked
3: <laughs> out by some dude who just learned Solidity and is like, yeah. oh, like. Like, Pretty, I guess matter. I will leave it up to users to figure out how to interact with everything. Honestly,
1: some of these websites would be better off just migrating to SnowTrace and allowing people to interact with the actual fucking SnowTrace <laughs> Oh geez. and allow them to interact with contracts <laughs> there because some of these websites are abysmal. Uh,
0: yeah. Speaking of that, there was an NFT site on Tezos. It was like Hick at Nunk or something like that. And it was this whole underground scene of like nft artists and stuff and like the art was cool but like the interface was horrid um it was just bad like you'd People open up the page your... there was like barely a search so you just couldn't find people's nfts but it wasn't really about that it was like you open it up and there'd be somebody's nft in front of your face right and you would buy it or not and it was all tazos so it was cheap as hell i have a couple tazos nfts I don't even know what taste you a, you a, is. You
1: get a rat in those NFT spaces, Dave. I'll be honest.
0: But well, when your picture's you a bird, around. you know. True. Yeah. You're a connoisseur of the NFTs, no doubt. Connoisseur. Fine wine. Speaking of fine wine, let's get to the, the magic finance of it all, right? Uh, okay. Magic finance is a seniorage protocol on Phantom. And like many...
3: Not so much anymore, but yeah. yes.
0: Now, like many Tomb Forks, they've added quite a bit of wrinkles to their project, making it unique and robust. Magic, in your in your case, like you just alluded to, uh, heavy wrinkles, maybe even rips, you know, maybe you just shredded it up and started something new. Um, why don't you introduce everybody to Magic Finance?
3: Sure. Yeah, so uh, I sort of came into Magic as a holder and... Um, I, I don't know the extent to which your community is familiar with the story of Phantom uh, over the past year. But a lot of crazy shit happened, including a billionaire calling out the protocol by name and saying he was going to like sue everybody draft lawsuits. Yeah, it was some crazy shit. He was going to wild s- shit happened Sue all the tomb forks.
1: But specifically, so I just named started, magic, which is
3: insane. He specifically name dropped them. So, Jimmy and Avery, who are the founders, uh, they're brothers. They're actually doxing tomorrow, which is really exciting. We're having an event in our server um, to sort of oh. celebrate their live doxing so you can finally look upon their ugly faces. Um, <laughs> it'll be really fun. Uh, I can't I've, wait. I've been very eager for <laughs> it for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, so I just sort of started having conversations with them. We uh, you know suggested some ideas. They started try- implementing some of, some things and uh, we just developed a really close personal relationship and I started sort of more formally advising the project on protocol strategy. Um, when at that point the protocol was essentially insolvent, like it had no treasury to speak of. Um, Phantom had bled already like 80% by then. It was like March, Phantom like totally front ran the market. Um, And then had a recovery and then Luna collapsed and bled again, um, all the way back. So like, you know, I was coming on from a place where there was very little sort of, it it was really all upside from there. Um, So we, (laughs) uh, we ended up developing a magic farm, which is a decentralized yield optimizing protocol with uh, deflationary harvesting mechanics. So Basically, if you're familiar with BP or YieldWolf or these other Yield Optimizer protocols, they're going to be like taking a, a emitted yield token, like a farm token, selling it and compounding it into the LP that you have delegated to the strategy contract in the vault um, and sort of in return, it takes a performance fee. Um, Uh, Sort of the novel aspect of Magic Farm initially was that it was allocating a portion of that fee to automatically buying back and burning the tokens of these sort of like part these protocols that we were, um, you know, launching vaults as a service for. Um, So that's kind of where it started. Then that really took off. Um, And, you know, again, we were on Phantom. There was essentially no liquidity there. So we were in a position where we knew. Any sort of development costs, salaries, etc., we're going to have to come out of our own pockets or from revenue that we were able to generate. Um, Jimmy and Avery uh, and myself were not like people who can just sort of live on savings and not do this, so we knew we had to build, you know, you know, something that did generate revenue. So that's what we did, um, and that has kept us afloat and allowed us to sort of like expand. So they started out as a two-man team. Now they're sort of like um i guess 13 people um so we've been steadily you know like expanding through the bear market which is great uh we have a GameFi department which is working on a massively multiplayer rpg um on chain it'll have sort of like you know nfts as items but it isn't sort of like a play to earn mechanic game where you have like inflationary shitcoin tokenomics with which like allow VCs to dump on retail, that's like really not what we're trying to do at all. Uh, we're trying to make a really gameplay focused experience, which is just about um, where like whatever sort of game theoretic tokenomic elements exist are sort of transparent in how they are player versus player or player versus sort of incentives. Yeah. Um so, for instance, like we'll be we'll be launching a limited edition arena version of this. Um, I don't have an exact timeline, but I was told sort of you know a couple weeks. Um, so that'll be playable, and people will be able to use magic to like compete against each other in one v one, two v two, three v three, four v four, five v five deathmatch, etc. I'm I'm hoping to do some like frozen walrus uh, magic deathmatch situations, yeah, and I have... like tournament style. There oh, you I go.
1: I have seen have seen some of the developments that have taken place and uh they're really nice it's like an actual game like yeah. uh, i want to make that clear because like sometimes what you hear in DeFi is like game five it's just like, it's not really a game, right? Like this one, you actually interact with your keyboard. There's controls. It, it's an actual like assets are in there, uh, game assets. And it's like a full fledged game and it integrates. Well, there's also a
3: fully automated sort of payment system and yeah. processing. So like it's all decentralized and sort of transparent in how it operates. Um, and it's sort of it's baked in the way it operates is baked into the native tokenomics of rv 2 which, you know, is coming when we, when we uh, finish all the contracts. Um, but so it's yeah, run. I mean, it, it's really exciting stuff. Uh, so it's going to run, you're going to use the magic token
0: in that game or, or something else.
3: We're, we're open to accepting other tokens as well. We're just sort of, I mean, we're all of the tooling is happening with the magic token, but there's no reason it couldn't accept others. It's just sort of a matter of like being aligned on incentives and it making sense. Um, but uh, I actually, so I'm actually not the best person to talk to about this because um, I, I, don't actually manage that project. Um, you know, I advise on sort of general protocol strategy. Um, whereas, uh, we have this guy, hard He is a, um, consultant. He, he owns an agency based in Paris and consults for like, you know, S and P 500 companies who want to, um, integrate with blockchain technology. Uh, yeah, he's like Giga Brain. He sort of like early on in this project, we basically just had a game developer who was working. Yeah. You know, We had basically no money to pay him so he was just working out of love love of the game
0: and uh, hard disk
3: what we were doing and he was like man like you know like you don't need to pay me just like pay me some like some uh some tokens like very very modest he's been and he had like a extremely clearly defined vision with a white paper it's like this is a project that he's been wanting to do for like five years and he's been looking for the right sort of like you know outlet to implement it so it's been sort of a perfect fit all around. Um, and we've really grown a lot as a team, like as a sort of family. Um, and, uh, you know, we've we've just hit a place where it feels like we're finally hitting our stride. We're rolling out a lot of content, a lot of uh, a lot of new dApps and uh, really looking forward to working a lot more closely with um, LHB and the rest of you guys on Glacier and the other you know, protocols that we're involved with together. I know that uh, LHB and I could probably talk for hours about uh, Glacier and what we have in store true. there, but but, uh, but yeah, with, go with to... like how
1: you said with Magic, man, like how how your team has this vision and the compensation is just not there yet. Um, we've had conversations about that with like that, that. That's what's required in the Bear is to put risk on the table and say, I want to build something out of passion and love. And that's where for me, that's what excites me. Right. I'm in this space for the long term. I know you are as well. And um, I know that your team shares the same vision, which is perfect for us at the end end of the
3: day though like you need the incentives need to work and to like protocols need to you know generate value whether that be for you know whether they be centralized businesses that are generating value for you know like the the owners of that business or the shareholders or they be sort of decentralized institutions like or d apps you know where these sort of excess value is sort of uh, you know accumulated by the people who are interacting with or engaging with that protocol i think all of those things can work, but the, the systems themselves need to be sound. Uh, and that's sort of, <clears throat> I think, where a lot of the more colorful D5 protocols like sort of transparently fail is that like the systems that they are they're cooking up are inherently unsound.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, it's either that or like or, or that unsoundness, I guess, comes from trying to do too much before doing anything, I think.
3: Well, and also just like (laughs) leveraging greed as like the only um, incentive. Yeah, Uh, I don't think I don't think like leveraging greed is a is like a good or sustainable incentive to promote like like healthy community engagement. Do you like what like if if DeFi is supposed to be about (laughs) I. I don't know. I'm gonna sound like an ideologue if I start going on this tip. Like, I, I know people are here to make money. Like, I I like money too. I want to make money, but like, don't, I don't know. Like, you
0: don't the, need to make three percent a day to make money, though. You know,
3: I, there just needs to be a bit of a reset about what the expectations are, um, because at the end of every like thousand X, are a bunch of people who got wrecked. So, yeah. like, you know, I'm not saying that like volatility is good. Like, you wouldn't have interest in the space if there wasn't volatility and speculation. People want that. I'm not saying you take that away from people. I'm just saying, like, uh, you know, like, I guess to a certain extent, you you attract the holder base uh, that your product will sort of speak to and serve to. So, like, you know, you you will make one type of thing and you will get the person who is chasing like a 10x overnight and you make another type of thing and you're looking for sort of like maybe a more sophisticated uh, investor or, or, you know, someone who has. Access and is, is literate on on sort of more fi- sophisticated financial tools, um, and isn't trying to get a ten x. They're just trying to get like you know, like twelve percent interest on a on the U.S. dollar or something like that. You know, yeah. um, those products serve different markets, but uh, I think there's a way to sort of bridge um, bridge the gap. I wouldn't say bridge the gap, but but build a sort of a uh, a, a mechanisms that allow for. Um, you know, in a DEX token, for instance, functional resets of supply and demand curves. I'm always harping on this with LHB so that like, yes, you have volatility, you have peaks and troughs, but you won't have just like fucking a trend line to zero. Like you can have volatility without like liquidity just getting decimated. Um, but it takes sort of reconceptualizing how you approach yields and, and what kind of like risks, uh, LP providers are taking. Um, and, and versus token holders etc
0: yep um so sort of what led to transitioning away from phantom pairs and the traditional tomb model to you know where magic's going now
3: oh well phantom has been volatile in a way that uh we sort of perceived as being a huge drag on on sort of like any meaningful growth because like what would happen is phantom would nuke and we'd pump and then phantom would pump and people would sell the cash cuz it's a bear market and everyone's trying to flip like for you know and like honestly like i i don't think like you know i was a freshman in this space when i came came across this protocol i came in as a holder i never sort of had any experience like advising or doing any of you know i i just had some ideas so i i think like i took for granted a bit Uh, the extent to which uh, bank runs uh, can happen super quickly when you're basically just printing free money. And I mean, like, in retrospect, it's like super obvious that these systems... I mean, I don't even want to say they're unsustainable because it's not even that. It's just that the reasons that people bought the tokens was not to use them. Like, if the idea is that you're trying to decentrally circulate the supply of a token in a fair way and have sort of a, like perpetual printer that circulates a currency and in, in a like, you know, I mean, that's a, an algo stable based on that model. That's like the holy grail. But nobody was buying tomb because they thought like, I'm going to hold tomb and it's going to be like incredibly, incredibly useful. They were thinking, no, I can get like high percent APR with zero and permanent loss on a like on this coin I'm bullish on, you know, like. Yeah. So as long as people are coming to the product that way, they'll always be looking to extract more value the other way. And like, that's not how that product is intended. Or if it is, then it is truly like, a you know, a scam. Um, so I think like it takes a bit of reevaluation of like, you know, I, I don't think I don't buy into sort of these ideological real yield narratives either. I think that's stupid. Um, I think like speculation is good. Like, there is no sort of interest in speculation right now because no, no one is a long-term holder at the moment. Everyone's like, you know, scalping 125 X leverage on the Forex markets and shit, uh, which I get, cause you know, the money's in volatility, but um, you know, projects are going to keep building and these, and like capital is rotational. Um, so like our goal is to figure out how can we build systems that are more resilient in sort of like, Preserving the value of their incentives, um, and you know, maintaining a healthy relationship with um, the liquidity providers that uh, you know are engaging with the exchange, um, because if you have that, then you keep them, and you have a healthy ecosystem. Yep, it's literally liquidity. Like water is the lifeblood of everything. Yeah, liquidity sure. is the lifeblood of everything. That's right. Put, yeah, put I mean, it on I sure. think
1: I think what he's, I think what he, you know, everything Owen says is so right about how we've perverted incentives, especially in tune forks uh, that work so well in the bear market or the bull market, because everyone has a, a speculation about it, right? Everyone's bullish about this or that. Uh, but at the end of the day, they are looking to extract liquidity out of it at some point. Um, and currently, right now, that value is not there. Nobody's going to be holding these coins or not everybody will be accumulating at these phases because Nobody speculates anything better is going to happen in the market. And um,
3: yeah, that's, that's one of the reasons. that I go. think it comes back to the reason, like why sort of liquidity mining exists in the first place. Like these ecosystems needed to produce incentives that were above sort of market rates for lending. Right. Yeah. Because they're trying to attract users and adoption. So they're basically saying, okay, we will give you free money in exchange for lending us your liquidity because we need users. And without liquidity, you can't get users because there's nothing for them to fucking trade with or do. Um, So like, you know, I mean, there's nothing new. Um, So there's nothing wrong. I don't think like tombs tokenomics or the liquidity mining principle is inherently a bad one. Uh, It's just like when you have incentives that are so out of whack and misaligned, like when you have VCs who get, you know, these favorable deals with like, uh you know an immediate unlocks who can just dump on retail you're just basically yeah. saying like we're gonna take none of the risk and like push that all onto retail i think that's i mean that's reprehensible dude like yes. i i don't see how yeah I don't, I don't get how people yeah i don't get it yeah it yeah. kills it your product
1: all it kill it happens all the fucking time I and mean, we just talked about it only we know a couple projects already that have done that um but yeah i mean obviously yeah. it's really USPC depressing to see
3: how many like how many protocols have just like straight up like thrown in the towel or, or rugged or like not even tried you know exactly yeah uh, well 100,
1: 100 days even speaking of that i don't think we have that as a hot topic but, nah, but we days, gotta add just it fucking, i guess right we fucking they i do really know anything about out. them i mean oh, i've man. talked to jj draco a lot um and he was a good I talked guy to him you once.
3: Know? yeah he and, seemed really nice
1: yeah, and to know that they've been hacked and didn't say a word—it's um, fucked up. It's fucking wild, man. It's like, beyond
2: fucked up. This
1: I this can't. space is just this space is full of a bunch of quitters. Fuck them. We'll be the only. We'll be the only ones left pretty soon.
3: I think Dude, there's like... got to knock on some wood, bro. You're just inviting the the backhand of fate. To smack the shit
1: if out I, of you! If I did, yet. we'll I be know. the
3: only ones left. Owen's <laughs> fucking
0: gun to my Owen's Coming the mango
3: hacker. It. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> he's he's my gut. He's got. His I did deploy right. my first contract the other day. That was. I really deployed my
1: first one too. You know who helped me, yeah. Vincent? Yeah. yeah. He's. It was he's to send good. out 190k of USDC. You can imagine how nerve wracking that was to send out. Yeah, mine was
3: to deploy USDC. my worthless music NFT. <laughs> Work it's not worth good, it. Uh, that's a good segue. It's worth a It's perfect. It's it's like, a, it's a work of art and genius, but 100%. it has no monetary value.
2: Well, it does.
1: Beauty's in the eyes of the beholder. That's right. It, it doesn't yield. It has no yielding capabilities. It'll keep no, the SEC I mean, like off. But neither
3: back. did Mozart's Requiem. I keep saying uh, this.
1: No, it, it, it doesn't yields need to have it yields yield. imagination, Owen. It yields imagination. It
3: yields. You look cool
0: because you have you, it. You look Damn cool. right. That's some real yield right there.
1: So no. your model, so for the V2 model, give us a Chicks give us an elevator.
3: You if you have it, how about give that? us
1: an elevator pitch about the V2 like
3: model, Owen? Yeah, what is Magic V2? You said oh, Magic Oh man, V2. this is so hard to do because I'm like scanning through my mind about what I can talk about and what like just what, give a very brief overview
1: of of what of what you see changing that would be like drastic like
3: appealing. oh yeah so this the stablecoin whole thing is dead we're i mean we're not interested in pursuing an algorithmic stablecoin model um one because i think uh it's too difficult for people who aren't experienced or like, you know, knowledgeable with what it is to understand or grasp what the concept is at first. And that I think like the moral hazard there is too great to sort of pursue that as a product. So we're trying to, you know, like our, the goal was to come up with a model which had some of, some of sort of the elements, like you have these two sort of main tokens and they're going to interact with each other in one way. And there's going to be an incentive model that's related um, to how these two assets perform against each other. Right. So it's like how. OK, so then you 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 know that you need that. Um, then you decide, OK, so there's a peg involved. How, how is that going to work? So that's related to the interplay between these two assets. So if there's going to be a peg, what's it going to be? And sort of how ideological are you going to be around that peg? Because that will tell you how much liquidity, collateral, et cetera, you need to make the thing viable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sort of collateral things, you, you start getting to really complicated discussions about like sort of Oracle toolings and, it, it, it you know, you start spiraling off the deep end really quickly, which is something that I have a uh, LHB will attest to. I have a habit of doing. I've gone through a lot of iterations. Um, so we've landed on something which is basically an internal peg mechanism where there's a sort of a peg internal to the ecosystem itself, which is not related to any sort of dollar denominated value or um, eco token denominated value. And like based on where the uh, egg token uh, sits in relation to the share token, which will no longer be called a share token, um, it will do one of two things. It'll either print, even though um, it won't be inflationary, the the magic will be a supply cap token, both will be a supply cap token um, once the uh, mshare emissions run out. Um, So those Prints are coming from somewhere else, uh, which we'll talk about that later. Um, and if if it doesn't print, it'll burn magic, and that'll be related to a ecosystem ratio.
1: So uh, is the is the internal peg mechanism? Is it kind of like a metric of health for the protocol to know? Hey, I need to do this or this. Would you, is that a good way to see it? Um, it looks at it's it basically at the factors?
3: the it's based on one not 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 wanting to be exposed to other ecosystems like our problem for so long was that we were exposed to phantom which you know was in a massive downtrend and nobody wanted to hold so like yeah we're sort we're a little traumatized by that and we you know like we don't want sort of to be exposed to that degree to any any particular asset and like yeah the us dollar is great now but like with what's going on in the forex and debt markets and central uh, central bank policies, commodities markets, it's very difficult to sort of point to a specific asset and say, this is the one to hold. You know, Uh, I I think a lot of people are in that position right now. So like, you know, if we can just sort of make that peg wreck, yes, you had said ecosystem health. I I would, I guess that would be a way of describing what it's doing, what it's trying to sort of achieve. Um, But there are also sort of mechanisms in there that are, Uh, designed to punish impatience and like truly reward like people who are engaging healthily with the ecosystem. Uh Um, So like if people are uh, basically trying to like there are game theoretic mechanics that exist within it, um, which are designed to be there for people to take advantage of. Like you want to have game theory, like markets are based on it.
1: You have to every market.
3: Um, But it also uh, there are sort of guardrails um, within it that ensure that uh, the people who are taking advantage of those opportunities are also having to pay like LP providers, for instance, um, like a small tax. So um, there are mechanisms within it so that like it's hard for any sort of one holder or LP provider or, you know, like a person with a position in one asset or, or something to like hurt other people which i think is often a problem in tomb forks too that you have like it's a a
0: pvp protocol as they say So it's player versus player
3: there'll be pvp elements to this too but um you'll be pushing up against fixed supply on both sides so like the ability to sort of like stake an asset forever um and just have it inflate and like like supply shocks won't function in the same way um, or be as brutal because there will be a lot of counterbalancing sort of mechanisms, um, and I would expect a lot more demand shocks. Um, but it's a it's a new system, so it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how it plays out.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
3: Oh
2: man, Dave losing his computer.
0: No, I'm here. Maybe. I mean, I
3: lost my show notes, which
0: was something I was looking at. I was looking... I
1: think the important takeaways of, of what Owen's saying is that one, they're taking away the core Synorage model which is peg token, super healthy. There's clearly a demand over the supply. The supply goes up. Um, and you now have two tokens that are most supply capped um, and a ton of new mechanisms um, that truly incentivize or try to incentivize long-term stakers or people that want to engage healthily with the protocol. Is that a good summarization? summarization?
3: Yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to making the tokens useful. Yeah. Because uh, like that's, you know, like... You can provide liquidity mining percent incentives till you're blue in the face. But at the end of the day, people have to want, like, why do people buy sheep? You know, like there are people providing LP on ShivaSwap or Uniswap. Sure. But like, why does the why do I go to Robinhood or Coinbase and buy Sheep to hold it? I and mean, you can't really do shit with it. Maybe that's a bad example, but you yes. know what I'm I mean, saying. You like, can
1: You can, but that is pure speculation trading. Um, that that's why people would be buying that, obviously. And we know that that's why they're suffering. Not so bad. everybody, though. I, it's not, I mean, so it's yes, not that, speculation that is if right now. It's
0: going to be a dollar for sure, guys. Mm-hmm. Come on,
1: yes, for sure. But I think Come it's on. a good yeah. example of where a speculation currency
3: lies. Yeah, is that something like Sheba? Okay, so that was a terrible example. But there are, I I think. Um, I mean, it is sort of like a meme that in bear markets, people say, you know, like I'm in it for the tech and shit. But like, yeah. I do think a revision of of how like how governance is thought about. Uh, there's a lot yeah. of value there. I think like valueless governance incentives um, can really be driven, you know, like or not valueless, but like sort of non-dollar denominated value driven incentives. As um, in don't
1: incentivize people for wanting to governance in your protocol
3: no 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 i'm saying that like you need other value propositions other than stake yeah. for high apr like that yeah. can't be where it ends like no because the game file eventually runs out and
1: the that's where bank runs occur right um almost every single time
3: right and then like
0: the second well, you go right under that little peg like i mean with the old tomb fork model it was like it was chaos right it could be yeah, like a no millisecond. No one cared about the yield. And about
3: the yield. It's just with being inflationary too. Like, okay, so the the problem with not not having those incentives, right, is like, what happens to your LP providers? Do they stay or do they bounce? Right? Yeah. Are they going to? I had be no cool incentives on my protocol. Days? They would leave,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, that would just be.
3: I don't know. Would they? I mean, like I'm an LP provider for Magic. If we stopped having incentives, I wouldn't leave. I'd keep lending them. I'm earning swap sure. fees. I mean, I would, too, Uh, but we're very Some of them would. Maybe a lot of them would. Um, But, like, again, maybe that speaks to a sort of mismatch between the goals of the protocol and the holders. For sure. And maybe that's, like, some chaff that needs to be weeded through at some point. Maybe it's not now, but maybe, you know, like, at the end of the day, you need to make things that are eminently useful to people. And if you have people who are holding your tokens who are just trying to extract value and are of no interest in actually engaging in the protocol, eventually those people need to sell and like get out of the ecosystem because like, I mean, speculators drive markets too. You need them. Like you can't like, you can't have a market without volatility. There would be no, it would be so boring. Nobody, like you would suck all of the, like look at Bitcoin. Like, yeah, there's volatility right now and it's crazy and everyone's scared, but like This shit is boring as fuck like i don't know about you guys it is boring
1: i I don't invest in l1s because they're not they don't they don't make me feel alive enough i need that shit injected in my veins you know what i mean i need real risk on the table type shit um and you don't get that you don't get that from l1s you get it from the the shit getting built on L. the real
3: shit coins
1: the real shit coins man And yeah, you're right. If there is no incentive like that, that's the thing is like we've built this perverse ecosystem of uh, having to pay LP providers with high daily APR. And so if I cut out incentives, LP providers, they're not going to stay there for a measly 12% APR that that goes from fees. Well, uh, what if you can provide
3: what 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 other values? What other sort of like value propositions could you offer them for being? Well, sure, a liquidity sure. Provider? I'm
1: saying there's probably more there, there's more things to discuss in that end. But I'm saying baseline current model, nothing added. If I cut incentives, see ya. I, I can't expect people to LP my tokens uh, without some kind of incentive inline structure. Or well, here's the
3: thing: else. like you get swap fees on these. I don't know like what kind of APRs you get on swaps, but like what if Here's the thing, like if Walrus was like believable as a stable coin, like if people really believed it to be a dollar, you know, and like trusted that it would be a dollar a year from now, like beyond a shadow of a doubt, and they could stake it for 12 percent APR, like you'd have you'd have plenty of buyers. Sure. Right. Yeah, it would be yeah, like uh, your
0: your US, you know, what I'm saying USDC dot yeah, pool getting... the expectations
3: on of one percent a day for life need to go out. Yeah. Of here. Like, that shit has got to go like out of here it's not
0: and i know you you had like talked a little bit about like the real yield being you know just like a a phrase or whatever but like that's sort of i think what
3: if you want real yields go go lend for like four percent interest yeah like buy bonds like what what do you want like but people that's don't like,
0: want real yield,
3: right? People say I think they, they want say real they yield. want it, but, yield, but when they see
0: it's seven percent a year or something, they're like, "Oh." They
1: say they want utility. They say they want anything, but most of the time, when people harp on that stuff, especially in DeFi protocols, uh, they're just referring to, "I need the price to be higher than my buy-in so that I can sell and make profit."
3: But at the end of the day, that's our fault, not theirs. Because, 100%, I agree like, think you. about it. Like, if you think about dudes like Steve Jobs, I'm not like we were just talking shit about him, but. You know, like, his whole premise was, like, you have to, to like, invent products that people didn't even know they wanted, right? Like, you have to, it's like, the onus is on protocol leads to create things that are eminently useful, and people go, oh, fuck, I was in here to extract value, but this is better. You know, like, that's, like, hard to do. Like, I don't... It's not far from, like,
0: like how I invested in magic, right? Because I was working for Grape, and you would just put Grape in the auto-compounder where you like you said it burns a bit of grape for us like that's my that's my moment where i was like oh this is better than beefy this is better than you know this is a product i didn't know i needed to be in you know uh so that's when i invested in magic and
3: yeah then, no that was a big deal for us i gotta say because we were like we had no resources and no clients and then like it was like you grape well you guys were our, you guys were like big dogs right at that moment in time you were like yeah. grape. Everyone and was like, saying we were like un- we're, we unsinkable. were at zero, and you're we like,
4: "Oh shit, grape." <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think
0: you pegged twice, right before.
3: Uh, before, oh, dude, we repegged so violently, and then fucking Luna, like a God week dang. later. Oh, it was so brutal. Even and even like Wallace. after Luna, it was like, "Why even have an algo stable?" Like, yeah, that yeah, was, was the so fucking canary it. in the coal mine for like the british pound dropping like 20 percent in like a month or whatever like shit is absolute like how can you have an algo stable which prints indefinitely like after 12 years of quantitative easing which is now detonating the world like that narrative is gonna fly you know
1: fucking god yeah like i I think that walrus
3: almost pegged to it
1: yeah, we almost paid
2: we UST. Were pegged. We weren't pegged to it.
0: I remember that. Oh,
2: listen, we were Listen, peg.
0: my
1: my deb delayed, and then during that week of delay, UST collapsed.
0: Yeah, we were print It was like Thursday, ever. and then there was a community vote on it, and it was like, you know, oh well, UST might be okay. You know, I think it'll be alright. It's thing? freaking Luna LHB, man. LHB,
3: if you had done that, you'd still be printing right now. <laughs>
0: Still no because pr-
1: everybody's well everybody's lp would be like negative 999 um yeah you'd be printing a we'd fuck be printing roof.
0: that would be a, that's a big
1: true. deal
2: a good printing lesson is the
1: only thing that matters but yeah i mean obviously that, that model only seemed to be lucrative this model of scenario of of pegging to something only seemed to be lucrative or working during a bull cycle when liquidity was abundant and moving to every crevice of defi but obviously we're in a much different environment you are right, but that or like it's...
3: doesn't make mean it's a good model, right? Oh, thing, right? yeah. Just because it did work in that. But environment, I do, doesn't... I do,
1: def- I defend the model because I do like the model. I think it it can just be added upon. Like I think that it needs to be structured different, and it needs to be advertised different, um, and, and these... the way that users interact with it. I think
3: the different. stated goal of the model is very good. Like the idea yeah. of a truly decentralized stablecoin where you don't, which is capital efficient, right? Like. You have decentralized stable coins in MIM. You have like more or less decentralized stable coins in like MIM. Um, you know, over collateralized stable coins, frax, you know, but the sort of notion of a capital efficient uh, decentralized stablecoin is like the fucking holy grail of, you know, everybody wants it. It's just, you know, it's not backed by anything. It's, it's yeah, got to be if backed not, by a whole lot it, of belief.
1: Agreed. That's the thing is I love the over collateralized model a lot um and honestly, to be decentralized, I think that might be one of the only workable models in a in a market, especially like this. It's just inefficient, um, yeah, yeah, so I mean everybody's got to be on their p's and qs. There's a couple of us that are still building to make these models work to some extent, obviously, um there is yeah. no perfect answer for it, but there's some we, some we
0: education on like understanding that just because it's not pegged doesn't mean that it's not good like yeah i mean uh, that's that's always been the goal is
1: like peg is secondary to the yield that you get that you're being paid to host lp Uh, that's what the narrative always was but obviously the investors and the discrepancy and what they use the platform for and what project leads want the platform to be used for uh which is no fault of either in my opinion um it's just not a match made in heaven especially in a bear so yeah
3: fine. i mean i think like the onus again is on like protocol leads right to make mechanisms that like i i think i harped on this like when i when you first like had approached me right lhb i was like you need to be as ruthless and protecting lp as as like others are going to be and trying to extract it and like even if that means doing things that like it's tough because you don't like you don't want to be doing anything that's perceived as sort of shady or like selling your tokens under peg obviously that's like a terrible look but if you're dealing with somebody who or like several actors within your protocol who are just like arbitraging your treasury or sort of behaving in a way where they are like playing lose-lose with the game theory and uh you know at the protocol's expense or at the more importantly at the expense of LP providers, you know, because that's your real constituency, right? Um, like then it's sort of, I would say the sort of imperative of either the protocol or actors within the protocol to step in, to kind of like, fuck that person, um, you know, like,
1: fuck. no, for like, sure. no you, got, like you got me, you got me LP fucking sweating like, over here. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> dude, yeah. it's fucking my fault. God damn it. It it is. Is oh, small. no, no, I'm not trying to say I'm not. No, trying to I, say mean, that. I, was, I mean, on it's on like, the protocol I
3: think, leads. I we, think um, like there's it's like this is a problem with dealing in the gray, right? Because there are sort of moral questions like who is your constituency? Like, how do you protect those act? How do you protect, you know, the people <laughs> you're trying to protect? How do you sort of like, you know, protect them from themselves to the extent? Like, do you do that at all? Is that against DeFi? like? Or do you just try and build mechanisms that are themselves resilient against sort of behavior that is The
1: best approach, because like right now, I feel like you know, I feel like Gandalf with the white staff, and and I'm saying, "You shall not pass!" All these bad actors, and I'm paying out the ass, um, and it's it's difficult, uh, and it's fucked me more than once. And past Owens' amazing counsel, you know, I still make the play that I think uh benefits the user but like owen owen is a little bit more ruthless but his approach isn't to mess mess with anybody that's trying to interact with the protocol in a healthy way his goal is to make the protocol survive in a condition where uh it's not set up to survive and uh, well i
3: just think i so like with the pcp thing for instance like you were looking at it from this like Like you had a commitment based on what you had said to people, which like I totally get like your sort of responsibility in that situation was different from what I was being sort of asked to do, which was like, if I look at this problem uh, and I'm just like looking at the math and trying to decide who are the constituencies, like what is the best, in my view, like compromise. So like on the one hand, you had people who are in the PCP contract. Uh, On the other hand, you had LP providers. And then you add token holders who will call them LP providers, too. Right. So you have these really two competing core constituencies and then the protocol itself. Right. So like you need you have a situation where, uh, you know, you have a conflict of interest between two constituencies who like you're trying to represent both of their interests. So like it's really about coming up with a solution that like fucks everybody the least. Right. Yeah,
1: it was a lose-lose. Um, it was the biggest loss for me, but regardless, we yeah. got through it. and we're in a much. I was better advocating
3: place. for you taking a little smaller L.
1: I know, I know. Um, but that is, yeah, I mean, I, we, we got into the PCP thing, but... Um, he did
3: that for you guys.
1: Yeah, that's true. I was oh, like,
3: let him eat cake. He's,
1: he, he really advised um, for some things that I feel like I should have taken advantage of, but regardless... We're here now, and we're building together. And um, man, it's a great it's a great feeling to be building outside of the PCP after the PCP was done. So, daddy's
4: home. Daddy's home. Yeah, it
2: was like I'm actually in the process of suing Austin for <laughs> emotional distress. Yeah, uh, that
1: man was that man was bugging. I had so many people during the PCP that were stressed, and and like I had all this shit. I was on my such shoulders. a
3: dick to you, L- LHB. <laughs> Yeah, I said some straight up ruthless shit to you.
1: Like it wasn't just you; it was like some of the developers. Some uh, Dylan stressed.
2: Uh, I was stressed because I have to. I have to talk to these people like all the time, every day. Like I don't. And like I was dealing with everything else. Awful.
1: It was. It was a lot. It was. A, I mean, that was a lot of fucking shit that got thrown at me all at once. But, it damn
2: near broke my spirit. Yeah, yeah. we're I think here. I tell,
3: if you're I can gonna can go, can in, tell them what I sent you.
1: Yeah, tell them what you sent me on.
3: Uh, yeah, I sent him. Um, I sent him the five stages of. <laughs> grief, and I asked him which stage he thought he was on.
2: <laughs> yeah, Owen, because he was be like, "Try." Really Ch- he was like,
3: "Can we do this? Can we do this?" And I just sent him that. Move,
0: smells so
2: like denial, so... bargaining.
0: Yeah, I was, bargaining. I was
1: in there, but it's Owen, every... so that we don't get too off topic. I'm uh, sorry. Although, 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 no, this although, all 30 30
0: min- They're saying we need to go long. We... So,
1: oh, they did. Okay, well, disco.
0: Um, disco Chuck said we will talk to go about long.
1: talk about the inception of the. Magico and NFTs.
3: Oh yeah. Um so maybe I should read uh, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, read your of the white read paper. Read your mission statement. I think I, I really accomplished the white paper, in my opinion, is more
0: impressive likely.
2: than the NFT itself. The white paper. You should publish exactly. the white paper as an NFT. I would buy it. That
0: was are, the white paper
3: is called I Will Show My Art to You. A Genesis Music NFT White Paper by Magico. Uh, should I just read it? Them. Should we yeah, read they, it together?
2: Fuck okay, yeah, hit it. Hit him I address
3: it. you atop a mountain of gold, drenched in the blood of my enemies and draped in the shroud of victory. Outside, the bears are feasting, but I swear to you all, on all that I hold sacred, I will destroy them as well. It's in the spirit of euphoric yellow optimism that I present my first music NFT, Crypto. I intend to do things with these NFTs that transcend their mirror brilliance. I do not know what those things are yet. To be perfectly frank, I wish for NFT holders to grow accustomed to the capricious and unpredictable nature of a Mozart-level talent. So I would therefore advise that the best expectations for NFT holders to have are none at all. All this being said, Minters will receive a priceless work of art, a token in denominated, of course, in me. And as such, they can safely rest assured that they are claiming their own piece of the first NFT collection in history with actual significance. So I want to be very clear. This is not an offer to invest in securities or in anything of real value. It's just a song. Yeah, it's a good song. song. It's a a really sick song.
1: It's a good song, and I Bad think dot com. I think it went triple platinum, if I'm not mistaken. Owen, you can correct me if I'm wrong there. Yeah,
3: on D's Nets. <laughs> it's so, a really sick song. I honestly think, like, no cap, best crypto song. You should, you it's should definitely, just cause I it's definitely it. the best I crypto should, song. Oh, and
1: I should fly out. We should make a music video in California for it. That no, would s- come on. I
3: see your ass enough on video, man. How many yeah, people
1: one that always gets on video?
3: How many people in California was thinking I do a have thing. Those... I, the initial idea to dox was to make an NFT for this song, uh, which is just like uh, doxing Jimmy and Avery, all three of our faces on dudes with McDonald's uniforms.
4: That's pretty like, good.
3: That's perfect. That's perfect. Get the fake so, tattoos. The, the fake. So how much, going is it, how much does it
1: cost? How much does it cost to mint one of them?
3: Three M share doc. And where can they find it? What's the website? It's at uh, com. There you go.
0: Um, It's magic with a
3: K or with a C? Uh, Magic with a K. I'm sorry. How did I not even think about that? We're on a podcast, man. People are going to be going to some weird porn site. There it is. com. Yeah. So
1: you can listen to it
3: on there. If you're listening, you can try before you buy. You know what I mean?
1: What's M Share at right now? How much is one NFT roughly?
3: uh when i shipped four them, bucks it's like oh yeah we uh so i guess 12 bucks 12 They're bucks more expensive that's than bad. they were before am digging the that's new what you call the new
0: dog trade. logo on magic it's great
1: yeah the new dog logo looks great um we actually used it in our site redesign for the compound button so i like it um yeah so that's everything about owen's nfts um and you should go pick one up.
3: Greatest crypto song ever made. Actually, no, joke, uh, except even, all the ones that I haven't heard.
1: Even if you, if, even if you don't want to buy the NFTs or do anything else, go listen to the song "Crypto" by Mr. Own here and check it out. We'll put
0: it in the outro. Pretty cheeky. Can we put it in the there outro? Yeah. yeah, we can put it. I'll in just the slap the. Right
3: put that shit in the intro, dog. You bought Give an, an that NFT. Full you intro. You
0: it? It'll. I'll do it. Full full thing in the intro.
3: Ugh, give me that premium real estate. Don't put me on at the end.
0: I don't know. Three minutes.
3: And something Whole new. thing.
0: <clears throat>
1: Dave, something new that we have not done yet do- that shows the success of our, of our podcast here.
0: That's right. Tell we're them get, what it is. We're going to take an ad break. Uh, so Hell yeah. We've been up for an hour 20 right now, and we're going to take a little ad break. You're going to listen to some ads. They help support us. They help support uh frozen walrus us. they help support us most importantly <laughs> <laughs> um and, and they
3: pay you dollars
0: right yeah, yeah uh, real pennies. the problem with yeah. that is real fiat the u.s dollars <laughs> <laughs> uh, taxes the taxes um man. but yeah so we'll be back and we'll talk uh some glacier after that some defi news we have a lot of defi news uh, so we'll see you on the flip and side a lot of glacier
1: all right we'll see you after
0: welcome back everybody uh, we are gonna hop into our frozen walrus show sponsor update uh, austin's gonna give us an update on glacier
1: it's coming
0: now um we're, we're thank you that was our show sponsor <laughs> update <laughs> uh,
1: no glacier is going well uh i think that we are going to be comfortable releasing the documentation this week. Um, I think me and Owen are in a place where we feel comfortable being able to share the early draft of our documentation. Uh, we're doing early VC funding, um, to support the project. Uh, and we have a pretty good workflow, uh, of development side of what we want to do. Um, obviously it became very expansive. Um, Owen came out with a lot of extremely good ideas, uh, on the original model of balancer. Um, for some of the hiccups that he saw that were with other balancer forks, and I think that um, he's addressing some of those, and so we're just taking our time with it and making sure that it's a full-fledged working project when it launches, so that we're not launching uh, some like 60% done project and then adding to it later and calling that 100%. Uh, we'd rather just launch 100% and everything on top is is gravy, right? So um, that's currently where we're at. Uh, but again, documentation coming out this week. Um, and I think everybody's going to get excited about some of the features that we're adding that currently aren't really um, in the balancer model right now. So, oh, and you can attest to, to some of that. Uh, if you had anything else you wanted to add,
3: it's good. It's good. It's coming. It's, good, good. it's really That's cool. Right. I mean, I've I've had a blast um, getting to play with uh, the balancer AMM. Um, just you know, I was spending this weekend playing around uh with different pool weighting ideas and just you know sort of conceptually thinking about the journey of an asset through an ecosystem um uh, there's a lot of sort of really cool things you can play around with um and unique concepts you can leverage that i don't think um i don't think other other protocols have have really done and i'm not sure why to be honest so it's
1: to have, they're, um, just,
0: they're just waiting for someone else to do it so they can control C, control
3: V. There's a really weird sort of, I mean, <clears throat> among like the gigabrains and like the real protocols, obviously, there's a lot of sort of iterative uh development where like you know people are sort of looking at each other's code, developing, iterating on it, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. There's also a lot of copy pasta, shit, man, a lot and low effort. So it's everywhere. Uh, in the space. I mean, as I, I mean. The aim is to be, you know, not that, um, yeah, and I mean to be, you know, much, much, much more than that.
1: And I think we're, I think we're on the right path, and I think that we're doing the things right. Um, obviously, the quoted timeline um, was a bit uh, rushed on my end because I felt like we needed it, but now I feel like I really want it, and it's a lot different. That I just wanted to be, um, you know, what Owen. And myself and everybody else on the team uh, envisions it to be and to be a standalone um, DEX that can take over market share in AVAX. And I think that we have the ability to do that. And so we're going to take however long it takes uh, to develop. Yeah. So in
3: my, my opinion, like I think UX is just so critical, uh, mm-hmm. especially like when it comes to some of the I don't know, like layer two products and applications that'll sort of like go on top of the DEX itself. Um, And sort of serve to augment the functionality, the base functionality of the decks, Um, sort of like approaching the development of the front end uh, with those like upcoming integrations, layer two whatever you want to call them in mind so that they're when users sort of enter the ecosystem, they're presented a really sort of intuitive um, array of options, you know, that like, yeah, they'll have sort of intuitive ways to access smart money tools um, as opposed to uh you know with other ecosystems where you need to like you know go to the dex aggregator to do your swap and then you have to go to this place to do your you know like you have to go to 15 different places to do all these processes and it's like can we just bring all of this shit into one fucking front end which you interact with and is really easy and intuitive to use and it's like
1: that it's like the advanced view versus the regular view On, on some places we're trying to find a way to kind of to force those together and allow users that just want to engage on surface level to just kind of like engage in a normal uh, deck style. And then if users that want to use these different types of tools that we're wanting to provide, um, then it's a it's a one click kind of access is kind of what I envision for it. Um, and that you're able to use those tools as an advanced user as well, the same as you would as a basic user.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, Now we're going to be hopping into our DeFi news section, and perennial participant Yield Nodes is at it once again. Uh, They have added some updates, and some other stuff is going on. Uh, Tuesday, Yield Nodes investors were greeted with another email from the team. Outlining their plan moving forward, Uh, a tiny amount of clarity was added to short-term events and no real clarity on the beefy long-term events. Uh, So they said they'd be proving their current asset holdings in one to two weeks. And then this piece of news uh, probably spurred from some of the death threats and things they got. They're going to reopen emergency withdrawals uh, to people holding uh, it's going to be auction style. So you basically, the emergency withdrawal system, you can pull your money out, but somebody has to buy your money and you will lose a percentage of your money. So you could say, I'll take 20. 20-
3: basically selling off the debt. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah, acknowledging this is bad debt and auctioning it off. Yep. Correct. Yep. Gotcha. Uh,
0: the NFT asset... Uh, in five to six months and then pegging values to nfts that you can claim q4 of of uh 2023 that's Um, a
1: fucking mess
0: it's a hot mess and some have started down the legal path saying that yield nodes was lying about assets which i guess we'll see in one to two weeks Uh, but also that they're not allowed to change returns while investments are locked as their documentation states that after three months of under five percent monthly returns, investors would have the option to withdraw their funds with no penalty. Uh, and their last mm-hmm. set of emails changed it to five percent a quarter, which is less than five percent a month.
1: Oof. So, oof. that's all it is. Is a big sounds oof. like a
3: slow rug. It's like yeah. yeah it's I mean, like...
1: found him a good lawyer. I mean, I assume once they go for. Emergency withdrawals—they become insolvent pretty fast. Uh, people selling well, off bad debt. People have basically... to buy it.
0: That's the thing.
1: Yeah, but if no one buys it, then it'll keep going down in value. People are just... if it's auction style. If
0: I'm I mean, but the it, thing is, if they're they're auctioning it's...
3: off the debt. They're basically saying that we're not liable for it. They're they're just trying to pass that debt off, right? Yeah, they're basically yeah, trying to get
0: people who like the long-term vision of moving to they're like it cut, it's, it's so assets. fucked up
3: because it fucks the people who are leaving because they're taking a hit because yeah. they're not getting the value of their assets and it also fucks the people who are staying because you get all these auction participants entering at like cut rate they're entering at you know, i don't know what the premium is gonna be but they're gonna get a massive i think the discount.
0: standard emergency withdrawal like prior to like all the shit went down was you could do it and it'd be 20 percent So you could buy somebody's Uh, position for 20% cheaper.
3: Oh, fuck, man. But this new
0: one, one, it's more fucked because people who are panicking and want to get out might set a rate discount higher than 20%. They might say, fuck it. I need what I can get. I'll take half. Right, so you're gonna have people coming exactly. in for half the money.
3: What's what is the concept of yield nodes? Like you give them money, they use it to trade on your behalf.
0: Yeah. So what right? they were doing was you give them Bitcoin, and it gets locked as pounds or euros or one of those European monies. Um, so it's not Bitcoin anymore. Your investment is now in euros at the time of when you deposited, and then they take that money and they were setting up masternodes for sap sapphire and a bunch of other protocols and then they're selling those rewards giving them back to
3: for the, how much were they guaranteeing what was the yield
0: uh, a minimum of five percent a month uh, but they were doing better than that for uh, three years or so so they it's aware it's, so where what
3: they... was the rub like what what happened
1: their major coin
0: so basically yeah so when it came down to it when shit started really hitting the fan they had sort of weathered the bear market
3: like a lot of their collateral was in their own token
0: in the sapphire um gotcha and so like basically all their other stuff failed but sapphire was still holding up the bag for everyone and then sapphire dumped and it basically killed them so, I have
1: a sneaking suspicion that they're just completely insolvent and they're just doing things to stop legal liability at this point. But they are in Malta, which is like who's so, the fuck I'm gonna prosecute them?
0: There is a Discord, um, I'll probably tweet it out later. It's called like Legal Yield Nodes or something like that, and it's basically a, a group for people to talk about what's going on I mean, and what could be
4: happening.
3: I mean, dude. It's I'm sorry wild. if you think you can just give your money to somebody and have them guarantee you 60% APR yeah that's a huge number that's big Again, this is what I'm saying about expectations man like exactly that, that's not possible <laughs> and like if you go that. back go back and watch the
0: YouTube's of yield nodes from like a year ago and like this was the, the safe like investment right it was like, oh, you know, once you're done fucking
3: around it's DeFi, mark yeah, your it, money you push, safely in fucking yield nodes. The only reason outsized opportunities like that exist is because of market inefficiencies in DeFi. Because of illiquidity, because of rug pulls, because of like VC exorbitant rounds and like you know, pinata incentives that blockchain foundations throw at DApp developers to build on their network and they in turn like throw at users. So like yeah, it's like those returns are like possible when VCs have the money spigot and QE QA. Yeah. But like these returns are never possible in a capital efficient market because there are physical constraints to it. Like th- this is what this is what sort of the forex markets and the central bank fiasco is like teaching us is that there are sort of limitations in and like if you. If you go too far you either debase your currency or you end up in a you know a constrained growth period let's say you know and That's have nice to raise interest to it rates it for sure it's raising taxes it's like saying okay now we're gonna now we're gonna have an lms but yeah. not an lms because like I mean, i'm sorry i'm gonna go ranting because the like the fed shit oh, just we... <laughs> is so fascinating to me like i could talk about that shit forever
1: that's what we do here, Owen. We get to rant.
3: We should have but you on the macro show to sometime,
0: too, because we, we rant a lot on that, too. Um, but yeah,
1: bottom line Bottom line is uh, yield nodes, like everything in DeFi, nothing is guaranteed, and anyone saying guarantee anything is a big bologna sandwich. That G word.
0: That, that G word is bad. Well, I always say, man, away.
1: never... Everybody wants to know APRs. APR this, APR that. Doesn't matter. I don't guarantee APRs because that's not really a good metric to go by because APRs are daily changing by volatile markets, especially within uh, our and sector. And you're talking about market.
3: APRs on LP tokens, which don't have fixed value. So,
1: yep, exactly. It's just it would be insane for me to talk about APRs or anybody. I mean, I I, I wouldn't. I never got into yield notes. Um, truthfully. Um, but that's because I didn't have a lot of assets to manage that way.
3: Um, like, let me ask you a sort of abstract question. Like, how how big is the leap in your mind to, um, you know, people buy walrus because they can farm with it to people buy walrus because they can do this cool shit with it? Like, how big of a leap in your mind is that?
1: Like, it's a big leap. I don't think it's a big leap. I think anything can be implemented at any time. That changes the narrative for any currency. Yeah, that's just my belief. Um, So, I I, to me, it's not a huge leap to think that I could invent something that gives like innate utility uh, and changes the narrative. Well, another, I
3: mean, and it doesn't all have to be on you. Like the point of decentralized ecosystems, the point, like this, is what people don't get about Tomb and stuff. Like they're like, when devs do something, it's like, dude, these are decentralized. Protocols, yeah. Or they're Technically, supposed the to be devs like, are
1: too involved at this point.
3: Yeah, no, like we're supposed to like believe at some point, and like y'all are supposed to take over. Like that's the whole point. Like the idea of emissions is you're trying to circulate a supply of a token and distribute it among a large number of people. That's like the whole premise of emissions. I just think it's and too to high level thoughts.
1: I think I think the majority, like I would say, eighty percent of DeFi investors look surface level for things, um, like right. Well, then,
3: and- then, but then it sort of comes back to designing incentives that are based around the sort of behavior you're trying to promote. Like what blockchains exactly. do, like you know, you have people who are uh, the people who are responsible for validating transactions transactions on the network and maintaining the ledger are rewarded for you know doing that via transactions. Yeah. Like that's a good incentive. model you know uh you have like you would say yield is
1: not a good incentive model
3: well like what are they doing they were just they were making like they were investing for you those nodes what is the incentive model we you give us money we give you money back and you we don't tell you how celsius
1: did that celsius did that bullshit uh...
3: dude yeah no i agree it's just completely it's a it's like bitcoin you have a service provider and you have a customer the customer like pays a service provider for a transaction it's like visa you know it's like you pay a transaction you pay a service fee to visa or mastercard or whomever there's a very clear like cut like service relationship between these two parties like there need to be service relationships that exist within your ecosystem and they don't have to come from you. They can come, your community can create them. They can create their own NFTs, Price and Waller's and Waller's share. I think like the onus is on them in this department to be more engaged and to take more initiative and in sort of creating utility for this community that they're, what, they're Owen. already a part of. Owen, are you, That's what
1: it's supposed to be. Owen, about, are right? you
0: investor blaming right now?
3: oh my god God. it's not investor blaming it's It's just like a question of like why are you here you know like why are you here and what what do you see your role like do you want to be in mortgage like i think there are probably people who are invested in walrus right now who probably would want to do these things but don't know how and maybe that's where it's on us to develop products that make it easier for them to like yeah, you know, like make their own nft collections priced in wires or something like that maybe I that's a great
0: feature you did have some people right in the beginning someone was making yeah, we
1: had some people stuff. make some
3: easy yeah. easy onboarding tools so people can sort of like do their I own I think
1: that's I think that's a really cool feature then there's um,
3: like a million types of things like that we can do and it, it doesn't it, some of it can be community driven and well I, I think, think it like, could be
1: like a launchpad approach where you're able to offer to launch or fund your project um, and then you in turn use our tokens. It's kind of like that for L1s. Like that people, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, you, if you do that for that's L1s, great. they give you funding and you build. And by building on there, you're making more engaged L1 platforms that people start burning AVAX via gas, right? So it's the same difference, just in a more boiled down approach.
3: The only limitations are creativity and liquidity. Yep, that's right. But it's the itties yeah. on both
1: ends. The itties. The itties. <laughs> the itties. The
3: All right. Uh, board a yeah,
0: drop. <laughs> <laughs> board ape yacht club and yugo labs draws heavy scrutiny from the sec as an unregistered security uh speculators concerned with Fast. nfts as securities <laughs> only tied to fractionalized nfts but do the famous monkey nfts fall into this category despite minor differences in characteristics So this is a whole can of worms SEC might open on themselves and not have the resources to deal with. Um, Because Uh, if these little differences, like (laughs) if the differences like, you know, this one's got an earring, this one's got blue eyes, uh, you know, if these minor differences are enough to make it just an art piece that people collect um, for the sake of being art, then they then have to go, regulate actual regular art um which they have avoided uh for a long time
1: this see no doubt has a heart they don't want to
3: fuck with if you if you fuck with fine art like you're
1: fucking the people that pay it's you, like
3: the they'll be like uh like after tornado was shut down people are like oh can't lend their money through tornado i have to go back to hsbc it's like when you're fucking with the fine art market, you're fucking with the richest money, money launderers on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, Agree. It, it is. The, it's very hard to fuck of, with those people.
1: Most of them are involved in market making, so exactly. Like what? What the well, fuck? Are and, you and, do I mean, and that's
3: definitely going on. like manipulation in NFT markets is definitely like so. Uh, yeah. What well, we had? So so because they're completely a liquid. That Wash guy... Trading
0: is like. Some guy bought his own NFT with a different wallet just to make the floor price go way up. I, up.
3: I, I think I've talked about that this before. But Everybody does that. That guy. Like, but Literally crypto, every collection has that done. The, the,
1: the, the famous crypto casino called stake.com, um, which I use legally in Canada that I live. Uh, <laughs> but um, the owners of that actually live in the US, but they're registered in, a, in another country. I think it might be Malta. Quite honestly, but what they do is actually buy and sell NFTs to get that money back into their U.S. bank accounts. Um, so it's it's a very prevalent thing um, for for getting money back into the system legally um, through an illegal matter because, like, obviously they cannot operate Stake.com via U.S. you know at all. Um, yeah, so I mean,
3: sort of like that. Sort of was the other value premise of DeFi is that it's like regulatory arbitrage for people who are for smart money, you know? (laughs)
1: Right. We're out here getting peanuts and uh, big money's thinking about how can I get this money in the U S and it works every time. So uh, good for them. Uh, I highly doubt the SEC is going to be able to make headway on that. Another bit of wasted resources on the SEC, the most
3: inefficient. I'm more interested in what the CTFC is doing right now. I don't know if you've looked at the, who? The commodities. The state of California. They they for instance issued season and desist to 13 different um, exchanges. Yeah, uh, via uh,
1: Ponzi's, and Ponsies, MLMs. Yeah. yeah. Well, they Adrian. did have
3: uh, they did have pyramid schemes in their like affiliate marketing. They did Where, yeah, have options codes. and futures trading, and were not registered with the CFTC. C- C- so that's like, you know, an obvious no-no. And then the other was misleading documentation, which to me said, you know. You can just not do those three things.
1: Yeah, like, and I actually talked to my lawyer about this and he was like, dude, if you just looked at their documents, like their disclaimer was non existent. Like they must have had zero legal department.
3: Uh um, I mean I don't want to be flippant about this stuff because like compliance is a thing that I think about a lot. Like I want Yeah. I I, me I and think you every, both. that has to be they just uh, have every to, protocol has to think seriously about compliance. They need to Yeah, we, we want to, to be what serious to do, about do, it. You
0: know?
1: Yeah, we yeah, want exactly. to be serious about it, but the vague Comments that come from um, higher ups in the U.S. It's just like, how can you be
3: right? I mean, like right now, it's just like pay, like it's kind of like paying attention to all of the actions as they come down and avoiding anything that like could be a landmine. Like, yeah, like like obviously referral
1: codes, referral codes, and all that stuff. It's all right. Like even myself, and I'm not very legal savvy, but like even I was like, referral codes ain't it. That could be. Well, you
3: know, these weren't just like you—you'd refer somebody and you get a commission. It's like you refer someone, you get a commission, and then you get a commission on the person they refer, and yeah. a commission on the person there. That's like literally—it's it's here and then scheme. two people <laughs> here, under me. them, and then it's a triangle scheme.
1: It's a triangle scheme, <laughs> as some people might call it. But like people like Drip Network and shit, like what the fuck, man? You know, that's how they that's operate. Wild. Uh, the entire the entire network is based on referral. That's so what made yeah. off
3: had a Ponzi that preyed on like the savviest smart money, dude. They, yeah. he, Bernie he Madoff was like years. the OG yield notes. Yeah, Yeah. he also invented stock to order flow, which is hilarious. I
2: uh, that, is. that is what Citadel uses and capitalizes on. Oh,
1: the order flow. Okay, yeah. all right.
3: Bernie oh, Madoff do. invented stock to order flow. Fucking. US That's the that so is it. yeah. It's like and used to
2: this day with. Yeah. No repercussions it's, whatsoever. It's fucking hilarious to Fuck you, Gary Gensler. <laughs> God, it just pisses me off. The more I think about things like that, the more it upsets me. Because Gary Gensler's going to come the real, from
1: uh,
3: some, the real scandal is always what's legal.
1: Yeah, it really is, actually. It's fucking like we can laugh about all the illegal shit and be like, that's obvious, but it's hilarious what's actually allowed to be happening. Um, and never regulated or never looked at it's so it's obvious like, that it's a it's a it's a lobbying issue right like they're only gonna and go these crimes
3: are so hard to prosecute too like people yeah. are like people with resources are really good at hiding money like, yeah
1: people were worried that crypto was going to be like that but people don't realize money is already like that is is being laundered and used for criminal activity for the inception of the US dollar. Like, I don't understand yeah, why there's I mean, an The audience.
3: US government has been laundering money yeah, for various like, criminal enterprises. The fuck are we worried for about crypto fools? It's just, well, it's like, just harder it. to do
1: it. It's just harder to do it, but that doesn't mean it's not being done. Um, but whatever, you know, I guess. Sorry, did I go too
3: left? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. You didn't go, you didn't go left awkward. enough.
0: Uh, yeah. So, Sir Anthony Hopkins' NFT collection uh, broke an open sea sellout record. Uh, Oscar-winning actor Sir Anthony Hopkins, because he's a knight. Uh, yeah, is right? a knight. Uh, first NFT art. I'm glad collection. the old
3: geezer still got a good cash grab in him. Entitled <laughs> who, is, who is that? He was Hannibal. Austin, Anthony.
0: Jesus Christ! We're gonna have to cut Bro, that out. He's the legend. Cut that, the fuck, cut, that, cut that! Cut that! Cut that! Cut that! that, cut, cut, that, that, that. cut that out!
1: Listen, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not cultured, man. I live in a fucking hole.
2: Yeah, okay? but everybody knows who Anthony Hopkins is. Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs>
1: Yeah, you address him by his title,
2: motherfucker. Uh, that's it. He is a
3: so
0: royalty, which I, I do not. Uh, the Eternal Collection is sold out in under seven minutes on the NFT marketplace OpenSea. Now, I do want to uh, phrase that—that's not an NFT sellout record. That's just OpenSea. Uh, the Disney NFTs sold out instantly.
1: Uh, so, yeah, seven it's minutes ain't
0: shit. But Good uh, for him. the collection is a series of a thousand original art pieces inspired by the actor's actor's decades long career in Hollywood, with visual nods to his performances in films such as *Silence of the Lambs*, Austin, where he won an okay, Oscar for his performance as Hannibal Lecter, and, seen and the TV series *Westworld*.
1: Okay, but what did they list? What did they list for?
0: I don't know. A dollar. Let's see. No, they didn't. Let's fire up OpenC. You hear those keyboards clacking, people? Dave hey, he knows how to do it.
3: Sorry. I had to respond to an urgent message. Oh, no.
0: I love it. I love it. It makes us... Yeah. It's like we're doing something. Here it is. Shit. I assure you I'm doing nothing. .83 ETH <laughs> is the floor at the moment. .83?
1: Eight, .83. So, was what
0: is that? 1,000 like bucks? 1,000 bucks.
1: Okay. Well, good for you, Sir Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> yeah,
0: 630 owners, 63% unique owners, 500 ETH volume. What's he getting in secondaries?
2: Who are you,
1: Sir Anthony Hopkins? May you gain all that you needed from that art, which I assume Not, is probably atrocious.
0: Probably nothing he needed.
1: Nah, Dude I you just wanted to cool, me.
2: He's bullish on evil. Oh, isn't?
0: I don't think they did the reveal yet.
2: He's selling these motherfuckers no, <laughs> like, <laughs> art
0: the, I think, yeah.
3: The reveal is like a gender reveal.
0: NFT reservation. Yeah, the art's not out yet. You you can buy them. You could have some ultra legendary one. Oh, they're all his face. What? What? Jeez. Excuse me? I'm going to drop it in the chat if you can go to the. Oh.
1: Can you drop it in the chat? I'll drop nice. it in the
0: chat. Doing all the work once again. So if you look at the the you banner drive the bus. If you look at the banner for that collection. Yeah. Oh, okay, well that's neat. You know, that's different.
1: Oh, that's actually pretty fucking cool. The Hannibal yeah, one. That's...
0: Whatever that Hannibal one is with the face mask so he doesn't eat things, like that one's going to sell for the most. That's my bet.
1: Oh, they're not even revealed yet. Yeah.
0: Interesting. But Bro, people we're, are we're... people are trading them and they don't even know what one they got.
1: 11% is listed. This is pretty cool.
2: I actually really like that. Would you spend a thousand on it? Uh, no. No, I would not. I would not either. Okay. I like them. I like looking at them. I might right click them. Uh (laughs) I'm gonna save them.
1: Right click save. Yeah, I think the old uh, profile picture NFTs are the way of the past. Don't see much utility in
2: those. Unless you're, yeah. But what do you fucking know? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, what do you? What do you fucking know?
1: You're not lying there, boys and girls. Everybody relax.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, South Korea on the move once again, uh, looking to add blockchain decentralized IDs for its citizens by 2024. Uh, so I feel
1: like what do you call when two things are well, they're contradictory, right?
0: Well, the communism, in South Korea, and, and blockchain no, decentralized. How are you IDs. gonna have? A,
1: how are you gonna have an ID? that identifies yourself but also go for decentralized
0: um you can provide liquidity to my identity and uh, it's uh, all about the entities uh so this move comes after a test of one million blockchain driver's licenses in the country in a june 2021 study so people had some nft or probably nft driver's licenses
3: what's confusing about this to you
2: so oh, how awesome. fa- close are we to mark of the Beast territory with this? How When is this? It's come out. I mean, <laughs> we're 666 this seconds away.
3: like good shit to me.
2: No, um, I mean it, it makes sense. Uh, especially as we move more towards the digital age, like blockchain wallets are going to become a ne- necessity. I mean, we're right. just I mean they we're sort tip of tip of the iceberg. They sort of had this stuff. I mean, it's not like
0: It wasn't blockchain, but like you used to be able to get your train tickets on your phone, right? So I can imagine it's something like that, but just on the blockchain, so it's more uh, traceable. The weird thing is they said they're not going to be tracking people's activity or what they use their IDs for, which I think is a hard lie from South Korea. Yes, but I mean
1: once you identify the person, the anonymity of being decentralized kind of goes out the water. But I guess it's like minority decentralized report, doesn't automatically make it anonymous. But having it solidified on the blockchain means nobody can do per- like uh what identity theft, which is kind of cool. I mean they will be able to, but it won't be verified. I guess if there's a way of verification, which is kind of. cool.
3: I mean I like the sort of idea of a two tracks model where you have a decentralized blockchain. You know like you have many decentralized blockchain networks and then you'll have sort of centralized networks like um you know i I don't think there's any reason to be ideological unless these centralized authorities say you know you cannot have these decentralized spaces um and then that's when push comes to shove and the fisticuffs come out i mean true
2: that tiny hands I mean, I'd like to see where it
1: goes because it's like a next step of evolution, similar to how everything started going onto your phones, um, like you said. But
2: my uh, problem is, uh, South Korea up until the la- about seven years ago was, and you guys are gonna think I'm joking, but it was actually ran by a cult, like an actual shadow government cult, and it all came out about seven years ago. Um, and they said, and actually, um, the cult that was running the government uh, was also one of the reasons why Shinzo Abe, the previous prime minister of Japan, was assassinated. So there's a lot of... Man, uh, I
1: watched that video. That dude got blasted. RIP.
2: RIP to another real one. But at the same time... He <laughs> um, didn't talk about fruit. a lot of dead people tonight. God damn. But yeah, uh, so I don't like how... South Korea operates in that regard. Um, however, I do think it's—I mean, it's coming, right? Like we're all gonna—this is—it's gonna like laser we're all gonna file. be on the—it's coming. We're all
1: gonna be on the blockchain. Everybody's gonna be in a super huddled-up space because there's gonna be no place to live because the inflation of population will be so grand, and then the cyberpunk theme will come into reality, and I welcome it.
0: That's right. Get get I on the go. metaverse. Hard to see it though. Um,
1: I don't think it'll last.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess like at some point, if the Earth survives and humanity survives on it, like if the planet can sustain an entire city, being the whole planet, it'll eventually happen, right? Because it's like they're just gonna spread into each other. I just want, I
1: just want personalized ads coming through my optical feed, uh, being broadcasted and circling buildings, um, and being based on. You know where I go and, and what I do as a user, I think that's cool.
0: What about glowy um, jackets?
1: Yeah, I like glowy jackets. I also like the pink and blue neons together. Um, I want my cars to be super blocky and look like they can tank something. Um, I'm all for it, you know. And if it starts here with South Korea making IDs on the blockchain, so be it, you know. So
0: be it. Uh, Uniswap Labs. Uh, was in talk with multiple investors to raise 100 to 200 million. That's what they're looking for for a range uh, for future development. These excess funds would enable Uniswap to offer better non-fungible token and DeFi technologies. So I'd like to know what they mean by that. They want to make better the, NFTs. Know. They need 160 million. Just give them some money. Can't you just? I mean,
1: Unis was Uniswap. We always talk about Uniswap forks. Owen, oh, you might know better than me. Was Uniswap the original of it's that? Like autom- the, it's like the AMM the, style? Is that the OG? Yeah.
0: The yeah. That's the Ethereum Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Uh, yeah, speaking of Big Daddy, according to DeFi Llama data, Uniswap's daily trading volume is currently $1.1 billion, or nearly oh, 50, 57% of all trades across all DEXs. Too.
1: they're oh, just yeah. swinging around. They're who we're going after. Yeah, is we're that who we're that going much. after? We're putting Glacier on Ethereum. Owen, it's official.
3: Uh, no, I'm
1: out. big <laughs>
2: dick swinging. I can't. I can't afford the gas. I can't afford yeah. the fucking gas.
3: I would not suggest Man. that.
2: You're pricing guess. me out. You look he, now. He's fucking thinking. Shut up. <laughs> I do like <laughs>
3: Ethereum. I mean, yeah, Dylan. The gas fees
4: aren't
1: as egregious as you think. They're only like two dollars. They are excessive. I think
2: you're egregious.
0: So it's like Dabba Avax time.
1: Yeah, but obviously subnets are the future for me. So,
0: but when you like, like, man, I'll tell you when Dabba was going on, and like I was just trying to do my tomb pork shit.
1: Yeah, it was was excessive. It was
0: like ten dollars just to. I know. I know some people were paying
1: like. No, I know some people that were like on token launches, paying like one Avax when it was like ninety bucks. Uh, just to try and get, like, failed transactions. Like, AVAX got Ethereum-based real quick. Uh, thank God they have a scalable solution, um, where I don't think Ethereum does, so.
0: My very my very first uh, failed transaction was ETH. I was trying to get uh, Olympus, and I had a $150 gas
2: fee fail. Yikes, this hurts, dude. You got robbed! I got freaking. Dave got robbed and you're talking about switching to Ethereum. Marked.
1: I mean, look, if they have daily volume of roughly two hundred and five million. I I'd like to know what the hundred to two hundred million gets you as an early investor. Like are they getting equity? Are they getting
0: Yeah, I think these are like big big play investors. I don't know what, what they get yeah, as like a that, bonus, but
1: are they giving up equity into their you know, I don't even know if they're LLC'd. I don't know how decentralized they are. Um, but good for them. I mean, obviously, they are the biggest decks, and, uh, looks like they're gearing up and building for the next bull season, right? So, let's see what they come up with. What do they know that we don't? don't. Uh, Well, obviously, they have to be bullish on something. Um, they run a huge fucking protocol.
0: Have to be. They're probably not even feeling
2: it. 1.1 billion volume. Jesus. They are big dicks swinging, man. All right, Evax went all the way down to 1488.
0: Are oh, you While oh, we've been talking, Jesus,
4: Jesus back up to fifteen gosh.
0: though. Oh, all right. Oh. Okay.
4: Oh, okay. For now.
0: For now. For now. Rug the market
1: already. Market Those looks look like good. shit, dude. Yes, it does. What's that? looks like
0: shit. You know that like scene in Family Guy where it's like the weather dude, and it's like Ollie the weather dude or whatever. It's like, how's the market looking, Ollie? It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Ollie.
0: Uh, it's raining
2: cats and dogs.
0: <laughs> How those ads, guys? Uh, We got another ad break, and we'll be back shortly. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Owen did have to hop out. He had some other stuff to take care of. So we're going to take you through to the finish line uh, ourselves here. So we're going to have some more DeFi news to wrap up. And then we do have a mailbag message. Uh, We can do the pick-for-profit game. And then we have to pick our Twitter winner. So you boys ready to go get it? Yes. Get it. Let's fucking go. All right. Now the real fun can begin. All right. Um, Web3 devs are more active than ever, despite the ongoing crypto winter. In a new Q3 2022 report on October 13th by Web3 development platform Alchemy, the company said that 2022 could be the biggest year yet for Web3 developers. Around 36% of all smart contracts ever deployed and verified on the blockchain have been in 2022, a count of nearly 118,000 compared to over 323,700 ever deployed. So yeah, in this last year, I think, yeah. we've had one third of all smart contracts and two thirds of all those have been rugs.
1: Yes, 100%. Uh, but it's say. also it's also became more accessible to become a blockchain developer. More developers are seeing the light of um, building financial tools on Solidity. And um, also, I know how much they get, you know, on average, a Solidity dev in this space is being paid 90 to $110 an hour. Um, there's a lot of developers that I know personally um, that are making ends meet. Um, this is clearly a more profitable route. Uh, I think it's much more engaging for a developer. Uh, For me, it would be, um, you know, I have a a small developmental background. Um, Obviously, I can't code, but um, I I do know a lot of developers. And even one of my best friends is he he is a um, computer science major. And I've recently tried to get him into Solidity because um, the space is so lucrative right now. And everybody wants to build something, but nobody has the capabilities to do it. Um, and these developers are in an intricate spot where there is a demand for developers, but there is not a supply of developers. And it's always been a little bit mismatched, but recently um, it's became pretty despairing during the bull, uh, the bear cycle because every, all the bad devs exited it. It leaves only the good devs. There's no one left to develop the projects that people want to launch. So yeah. that's my thoughts on it.
0: And it does go to show that um, when people say that, you know, crypto bear markets are for building you know we've been in a bear market for believe it or not pretty much all of 2022 if you you count you know 60k is the top um and people have been building like the space is not quiet the the market movement's quiet right now but uh, there's a lot going on it probably just it
2: just feels quiet you know everything Well, there's low
1: liquidity doesn't mean that people aren't typing in code bases Um, and deploying contracts just because there's low liquidity. People can test things in this market a little bit different without looking like rugs. Um, This is the time to build for developers. This is the time to hone in your skills and be ready for the next bear or the bull. Um, I think that uh, there is a lot more us devs that are coming into light. Um, There's a lot of big industries that are wanting to develop on the chain. Um, I don't see the demand going down anytime soon. It's kind of like the, uh, the .dot com thing where everybody became a, a web developer, um, and, and the space was lucrative because everybody wanted a website. It's the same thing for crypto. Everybody wants to be involved because there is so much money here.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, and let's get uh, let's turn around to an update on the Mango hack, which obviously last week we saw Mango get hacked and for around a hundred million dollars, and then the, the... hacker. Um, Turned around Made a vote Said he returned A portion of the money For not pursuing Illegal actions Um, So And he He docks himself Uh, Abraham Eisenberg One of the members Of a group That exploited Mango In last week's 100 million dollar hack The group returned 67 million dollars Of the funds Keeping 47 million dollars For themselves So How do you like that?
1: That is insane. That he docks himself. The balls on that.
4: Guy. <laughs> right? He's got bigger balls he than you can swap.
1: For real. Like he's just he just brugged somebody a hundred million, only returned half of the funds. Is that the dude? Roughly.
2: That's Abraham Ozenberg. Public enemy number That's, one.
1: That dude looks Amish.
0: Yet
2: he made millions. 47 yeah. to be 40. exact 47 well, it was a group So, else's. but he got it was a group of people it looks like but that's a lot of money I, I never in a million years thought we would be discussing the guy's fucking name i mean let's be honest like this is insane it was a hundred million dollar heist essentially and uh he put a vote up to the community to the Community. Yeah, so this was something that was pretty
0: funny, is is as the the crypto news outlets were sort of covering this story and, and this forty seven million dollar figure had popped out, all the headlines and articles were reading that uh the that Mango had come to an agreement with the hacker. So but it's yeah, like they didn't. He just made he just made his own DAO vote. He didn't like, call him up on the phone and be like, let's figure out the numbers. There He's spicy
1: it. on his Twitter as well. He just talked about a potential uh, exploit on Aave, uh, and someone replied to him and said, This was five hours ago, said, You clearly don't know how Aave or most MM on DeFi work, which is a bold claim by Banana 83029121. This is, I, Banana, this what do you think? I know you're listening. I hope this, what and, this, I hope this doesn't he said, turn out
0: to be one of those fuck around and find out things.
1: And then he said, "That's me, completely clueless about DeFi. You got me." <clears throat> so obviously he's got a little bit of balls on him, uh, which is cool. Uh, maybe he's a How's white. How is this hat? not
2: theft? Like at this point, how is this not theft? Like why can't they just knock this guy's door down and grab him? Well, he's probably uh, somewhere safe. Nobody knows
1: what the fuck they No one knows what the fuck they're doing in this space, man. Nobody, no regulators know what the fuck they're doing. The rules are fucking wishy-washy. Um, you know, this guy felt comfortable doing it. I assume with all that money, he probably could have bought any lawyer he wanted to. I mean, they they got close to. Uh, oh Owen, wow, Owen, Owen from the the trenches from the said, grave. would be legal if it's a commodity. Probably that's the rub. Interesting, Owen talking to us from the grave. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, still pretty fucking wild to see. Uh, and good luck to him. Looks like he has a plan in place, and he doesn't care to show it. So, uh, Absolutely. Hey,
2: let him have it. I mean, fuck. The community voted on it.
0: He might be, you know, my cousin or something, and I could, I'm going to call him up.
2: Yeah, call, oh, call him up. I'm his long-lost cousin, got. and I need a million dollars for a thing. See if he's got any uh, VC for Glacier while you're at it. I will. If he's
1: got I'll anything on his car's extended warranty. <laughs>
0: Hey, who Abraham Eisenberg. That's <laughs> great. I've been trying to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. It's expired.
2: Uh, <laughs> gotcha, yeah. ass. Uh, I yeah, can get I you on like a new
0: all-inclusive warranty for $20 million.
1: There you go. Easy money. Bundle. <laughs> Man's it.
0: got it. bundled. Bundle it with your home's extended Jeez, insurance. Easy. All right, let's check in our pick-for-profits, Dylan. I'm sure, given on how the night's gone, I know where they're at. But, not good. Uh, not good. It's not good, man. Uh, you just, p- you pick uh, loop ring,
2: which was at twenty
0: nine point four cents. Just uh,
2: I think it's at twenty two cents right now. Twenty four point seven one cents. So lost a nickel on that one, huh?
0: Yeah, lost a nickel. Uh, I picked Kronos, which was up this morning. It's not anymore. Ten four. I also lost – I lost uh, – no, you didn't lose. Yeah, you, what were you at? Was it 29? Yeah, I lost. Okay, so I lost less than you, so I win. You know,
1: I felt bad about the liquidity trading on Walrus and, like, seeing where it was, but I look at some of these other blue chip protocols and look at the volume that they're pulling in. Like Platypus, 5.7K, Yeti, 13K. Uh, let's look at another one. Uh, let's look at vector VTX. Uh, 7.6 K. Like, that's just what this is. That's where we're at. Like, it doesn't matter if you're blue ship or not blue ship. It's literally the same fucking thing. Uh, that's crazy. Nothing's going up. Everything's going down.
0: Absolutely. All right. We got our first, uh, walrus male, um, if you would like to send walrus mail, there's instructions on the Frozen Walrus Discord. Uh, basically, it's 10 walrus, which is cheap as fuck. Uh, and we will read your message live on the air. Disco Chuck used his VIP privileges from his VIP NFT to send his free Disco Chuck. monthly mailbag message. Uh, here's his message. I created a new Twitter account. HTTPS colon slash slash twitter.com slash defi playlist after taking off a week from defi vacation i had a hell of a time catching up i plan on trying to maintain this as a single spot to find all the podcasts ama streams twitter spaces etc 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 currently focused on avax and phantom uh content but could branch out if i find projects interesting he also says hi to his mom so hi disco chucks mom
1: that is at DeFi Playlist on Twitter. At DeFi Playlist. Disco Chuck's been a long-time listener. Can we say long-time listener since our podcast are so long? I don't think yeah. so.
0: Longest listener of all time.
1: Most playtime. Uh, so go follow him. Um, I bet he'll be posting about us uh, on there quite frequently, so if you want to catch up on everything walrus and, and It better walrus be oriented, after
0: we allow to shill in the mailbag. Which is what we're all about. Shill it up. No, it's... it's... Did you even read the mailbag rules? There's no shilling in the mailbag, Austin. He gets special privileges, though.
1: Oh, man. You know what? If you Okay, pay, just go chuck us loud.
0: If you pay 20 walrus, you can shill something. How about that? All right. That's fair. New rules. I make them. I drive the bus. It can't be... It can't, you it drive can't, the
1: bus. You can make those rules. It can't be any fruit
0: or <laughs> PC jobs.
2: I don't know what that means.
1: Wait, who, who was the guy that ate all the fruit?
2: What's uh, Jobs. The Apple guy. Yeah. He's a fruititarian. fruititarian Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying Was? was. Dad, R-I-P. was.
2: Sorry, <laughs> RIP.
0: <laughs> okay, R- let's get on to the Twitter winner this week uh, Our question this week was Explain DGEN DeFi to your mom In one tweet or less uh, We got a few ones in here We have Lettuce saying DGEN DeFi is like giving your money to little children In hopes that they accidentally buy you a winning lottery ticket
1: I like it uh, That's
0: a good one. Reese Johnson. It's like going to a casino, but slower, more expensive, and without the free drinks. Oh, and there are chat rooms. Very cherry Um, This one got dark, dude. Uh, the Chiro. <laughs> the Cairo. So mom. Yeah, he's a chiropractor. I know you are dead. But trying to Just... win a Walrus Radio NFT, so listen up. Up there. D-Gen DeFi is like that one time I stole that black Mercedes and ran it off into the lake. I wanted to go swimming that day and you wouldn't let me, but I was all in. It got oddly specific. Um,
2: what, what, what's your saying for rip a good one or something, Dylan? RIP a real one right yeah. there to the hero's mom, the Kairos yeah. mom. Um, yeah.
0: We had some coming in late, but they still count here. Uh, no CAS, P2M, DeFi is where money is invested to make yield through following a certain process. Similar to what banks do with your money, but in DeFi you are in charge of risk mitigation and initial funds. Man, a real answer. We've and Mister C's deliveries also gave us a real answer. Uh, hey, mom, Degen DeFi is where digital currency meets people's finance, lowers barriers of entry to average investor, and affords great opportunities to those who are willing to balance their risk to reward mindsets. Oh. Going lettuce on this, my vote's lettuce. Yeah, I think lettuce has to get this
2: because he's right. <laughs> he's freaking right. Because... True. Except sometimes you end up giving that money to people that run a three sixty percent APR. True. Yield okay. node. Hey man, you gotta get. That, I
0: know. Get that money. Um. Yeah. So
2: lettuce, I will in touch with you on that congrats lettuce you deserve it That's another cool. long time listener special thanks to
0: owen for magic finance uh for joining us today i know he couldn't make it all the way through um but we absolutely appreciated you having it on and
2: we look forward to do we have a confirmed guest next week or are we still working on it still working on it all right we'll, still working. we'll tweet but we out. might have a guest for tomorrow yeah, we might have uh, we'll have someone on tomorrow. We'll figure it out.
0: Um, be sure to turn in tomorrow for the weekly macro show and send show ideas and special guest ideas to wlrsradioinfo@gmail.com. at gmail.com If you would like to purchase ad space or sponsor a show send inquiries to walrusradioinfo at gmail.com That's wlrsradioinfo@gmail.com. at gmail.com
2: uh, and with that, I think I think that's a wrap, boys. Oh yeah, great show. Yeah, I knew magic. I knew the magic show was going to be a good one. Absolutely, Owen is uh, top notch. Absolutely. All right. Good night, everybody.
4: Good night, night guys. guys.
2: Ah.
4: You should know I'm not the kind To crack under the pressure Coins in the wallet I hold them forever Got a bit of ETH Got a bit of sheep, Little Saitama I bought the cum rocket Just for your mama Big ass plans I got diamond hands Fuck a Honda Civic I need a Lambo man Yeah do what the dip commands buy low till you push out all the paper hands i've been in it for a minute reflections reflections tell me about the newest shit coins i'ma get them head over to uniswap make the connection gas fees killing me somebody better check them uh 2.0 i'm not looking for an itty bitty 2x yo i need 10x gains and a hundred of those i'll either make it to the moon or be dead i I put it it all in crypto Got a badass girl, she a cripple She want to lay in bed and make the six Alternative, you could put your money in the bank and get your pennies worth, or in an ETF and never check it. It may be effective, but it's boring as fuck. And don't forget it. I'm hitting new records, so I had to make a record. Getting hot tips off of Discord and Reddit. Renaissance, bro. You can tell by my breakfast: avocado toast with the juice and the checks mixed. Tzki Doge BTC. Well, that's the OG. I could go on and on, but I won't be. D Y O R and Yolo I'll responsibly Got a badass girl She a cripple She wanna lay in bed And meet the six homes You're saying bad